This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the tinfoil hat titan, a.k.a. the conspiracy realist, a.k.a. the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If you don't fight like me, <laughs> fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? That might have been a little unprofessional of me to, to, to throw the Ric Flair <laughs> woo out woo! there. <laughs> and it's your man, Dango Wild, the West Side Landlord, Pride of PA, High Chief Dame, don't fuck around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame. And a David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Uh, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 185. I had to go ahead and check the stats because I forgot where he was at. Uh, 185. Okay. Um I we're here. Yeah, we're here. I didn't drop that extra episode that we did. We just threw that. The other the, one was cooking too good. Yeah. Um, it's actually still cooking, by the way. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, we're just going to let it. Hey, this month is our best month ever. Every month. Yeah, but like this one really. <laughs> this one yeah, is that our episode best month did ever. good. That episode did good. And uh, we, we we passed clearly what we we did last year. So, this year. I mean, month over month, the progress is year over year. The progress is is, is crazy. From 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. Now we're about to move into 2020, fam. Yeah, it's been a long time. We're a staple, like a legi- like a legitimate staple out here, like a brand name. It's a brand you can trust. Shop Talk yeah. Podcast Studios. I mean, when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, hey man, yesterday was Thanksgiving, dog. You celebrate your oppressor. Uh, do I celebrate my oppressor? I don't think I ever celebrate any holiday. Possibly Halloween, cause I nigga throw on costume. But like, I don't think we really celebrate any of the holiday. Okay. But how was your Thanksgiving? It was easy. What uh, you mean? You know, this is the first one without my, yeah. my family. Yeah, yeah. My parents both gone. I didn't have my youngins, so it was different. You uh, have you a lot of them. I didn't have none of my kids. Uh, was you the nigga outside the baby mama house waiting for a plate to come out? I seen that meme. Absolutely <laughs> not, because <laughs> if I wanted a plate, they would they look out for a nigga. They would come outside, and uh, I could come inside, <laughs> and, and like shit be beef, no but like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> facts, facts. Uh, but yeah, like it's it's no beef like that. But I did have like you know one plate of food. Then I saw Queen and Slim last night. That's interesting. Before y'all niggas, because y'all was sold out by the time I was ready to get a ticket. Yeah. Uh, I want to ruin it for you. but it, Please I don't. I can't I believe you wouldn't see the movie, though. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you, actually. Dog. I really, like, 
You went to the movie theater? Yeah, man. That's and I said that I purchased like real tickets and I watched it. Congratulations, bro. Thank you. And it's a damn good movie. I heard. Damn well, good movie. After after we finished wrapping up here, you know, um, shout out to y'all tuning in this week in culture. You know, we did a little we doing a movie premiere tonight. Uh and we got a little space rented out. We're gonna watch the movie and uh, do a little a little mini review afterwards, you know, just network with some folks. Okay. Uh somebody sent a picture. Uh somebody went there. I mean, it's it's an imagine. So yeah. everybody up there. And uh somebody sent a picture to Ant and I didn't know they had the like the little placket out there like this week in culture presents queen of slim oh that's what's up so it's like every all day everybody been walking past that shit like that's dope yeah i'm like oh that's 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 extremely dope we got to do that for some shop talk shit so i found out right so now we got the joint and i know how much it costs like i'm just gonna rent and you can play anything you want to play like it don't got to be like i want to go on that bitch and watch menace to society like it can be menace to society we should do like an old Oh, school. We, oh, are, we already Nick, got, yeah, we, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But like, watch any movie, Belly. It, literally, any movie that I want to watch. Belly is a two hour fart fest, my nigga. Hey, man, get some new, get some, <laughs> get some new material, fam. We've heard these jokes. Okay. We've I heard mean, these jokes. You got to get, oh, new. yo, we can watch about it. What I'm saying is, like, no matter what movie is coming out, I'm going to grab like 10 of my friends, them have a plus one, and I'm only watching movies in the private theaters. Fuck it. Like why why the fuck not? Why why sit with the pores <laughs> when I can sit with my people? Uh but yeah. Um so you know, you said you ain't had the youngest yesterday. You had one plate. One plate. And that mac and cheese was not you know the big fellas like to that la- me and lactose just don't get along. Well, we black. You know what I'm saying? I, I make an exception for them. Well, I'm addicted to cheese. I mean, let's just call it yeah. like it is. You know what I'm saying? They say cheese is more addictive than heroin. And that's saying a lot. Wow. Like, in real, I didn't make that <laughs> shit up. But you know what I'm saying? That's saying a more lot. More addictive <laughs> than heroin. I'm nigga. saying, like, I can't give up the pizza or the tacos or the nachos, clearly. I want tacos for dinner tonight. Nigga, I will eat tacos and pizza, nigga. It don't fucking matter. <laughs> but uh, I posted a, uh, something on the, on the gram and on Twitter, and I was like, in my opinion, macaroni and cheese is the star of Thanksgiving. It's, Absolutely. It's been the silent star of Thanksgiving. But like when the last couple no, of years. No, macaroni and cheese is the Michael Jackson of Thanksgiving. Imagine going over somebody's house and they ain't got none. No. None. Listen. Turkey, but they ain't got no mac. I get you. I get you. I just thought of this analogy right now. <laughs> Mac and cheese is the Styles P of Thanksgiving. Oh, it's not the locks without Styles. But like the star has always been Jada, right? Right. And we know that Jada is the star. We know that Turkey has been it. But like Styles always like he's no slouch. You know what I'm saying? None of them are slouches. But like no. No. But then it's like, well, we just gonna take Styles P up. Like, hold on, fam. <laughs> he liked the Styles P up there. Anyway, I think that mac and cheese is the star of Thanksgiving. So I put a poll out there, and seventy eight percent of the people agree with me. I can agree with that. Um, actually, we got we got a guest in the building. We'll get his take. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We got a friend of the friend show. of the show, the homie City. 
What's Yo, good, what's fam? Good, man, I'm so mad I ain't had no AKA. Because <laughs> last time y'all had you, all this the ain't cool your first shit. time. Yeah, this ain't your first time. My second time here, and y'all had all the cool shit. <laughs> and I was like, man, next time I come, I'm going to have like an AKA, and I still don't Hey, man, AKA. as long as you keep putting out albums, <laughs> as long as you want to come through, the door is always open. Oh, so sure. you got you got plenty of time for the AKA. So first, I'm going to ask you, how was your uh, Thanksgiving yesterday? I mean, it was straight, actually. I was chilling all day. That's what's up. What is the start for you of Thanksgiving, food-wise? Mac and cheese is the star, but it's not my favorite. Okay. My favorite as I'm older is dressing. Okay. Okay. I, I'm not mad but at dressing. It's so crazy. When I was, like, young, I ain't fuck with dressing. It was just, like, it was something that ain't looked that good. But now yeah. that I'm older, it's, like, the dressing was up. Cranberry like, sauce with the dressing or just dressing plain? Just dressing. Okay. So everybody who didn't agree that mac and cheese was the star, right? Mm-hmm. They said it was dressing, and one other person said like yams and shit. But they they had a pretty ar- a good argument. They was like, "Well, you only eat dressing <laughs> on Thanksgiving. Not you me. Eat, you eat mac and cheese anywhere. Not me. I ain't never seen a nigga just cook some dressing. <laughs> like hey, you, it's Thursday. Uh, let's make dressing. I make dressing with like baked chicken on a regular day. It doesn't have to be a special occasion. Not stovetop stuffing. I understand. <laughs> I, Scratch like, <laughs> scratch like. I mean, that's cool, but dressing is like it's important. Yeah. But if I went on Thanksgiving and it wasn't no dressing, you could live. But there was mac and cheese and everything else, I can live. But if it ain't no mac and cheese in there, yeah, that's... I'm like, hey, what's up? So, so what is your ideal Thanksgiving plate? Um, is mac? I go to the mac and cheese first. That's okay. the first thing to touch my plate because I like to cheese get all one. through the bitch. Yeah, <laughs> cheese all through the bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna have to find that audio. Clip. Oh, I have it. Yeah, I love R and P to her. Yes. Whoa. Oh, yeah, my bad. The mic came out. Um, mac and cheese stuffing. Um, I throw some yams on there. I throw some greens on there. And yesterday it actually wasn't no turkey. It was barbecue. It was chicken in a crock pot with barbecue. So when you took that motherfucker, I was baked chicken. Like the shit, it was barbecue all through the bitch. Okay. <laughs> like it was fucking yeah. amazing. But like I'm not um, mad at that plate. And I was like, damn, we actually we didn't have no fucking turkey and shit. But it was great. But them things and like, all right, you throw everything on there first. You get the turkey, everything like that. But when you go back, I get my mac and cheese. I got my greens and I got my stuffing, and I threw some little yams on there. I just, I ate the same plate like three times. I ain't gonna lie, man. I, it seemed like turkey ain't really popping like that. Like it's like it's the, really not. It's like the it's like the star. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody likes turkey, but like I don't really. Fuck it's with only because you're supposed to like turkey. Yeah, that shit dry as fuck. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, a star by name right only. You know what I'm saying? Like we know or we we associate turkey with Thanksgiving. Yeah. But like every once in a while, like the right person to make it, and that shit be fire. But yeah. that's one. That's not like every. It's, it's few and far year. between. It's like every couple. It's an eclipse. Yeah. Every couple years, the turkey be absolute fire, and then it just be. All right. I mean, we got Cause turkey. You, are, are you gonna eat turkey by itself? No. And nobody, you never hear nobody be like, "Oh man, I can't wait to get that turkey." As soon as we get there, everybody be like, "Man, I'm ready for the mac and cheese." Mm. Now, granted, present. when fried turkey started becoming a thing, yeah, yeah. it was like, "All right, we can fuck with that." Because like, because we got tired of eating the regular shit, then niggas start burning their houses down trying to fry turkey. It's like chill. I know somebody <laughs> fried a turkey in the house. 
Did they burn it down? No, but I I'd be afraid she gonna burn it down. I guess the thing is like if you don't you don't throw that bitch out when you drop it in the grease, something with the ice, that shit like I mean it's like putting water in grease and shit gonna pop. Yeah. Every every year Except it's twenty fucking pounds. Every year the next day I look at the news and they talking about like, yeah, somebody's house burned down. Oh shit. I was um I was driving downtown on Jefferson. <laughs> see, the nigga, see the nigga shooting flames. Like, I wonder what happened. And I was scooping somebody up from these apartments down there. And they was like, uh, they was like, it was all these ambulances and shit out. And I was like, damn, what happened? He was like, man, I think somebody almost burnt their apartment down fucking with the with the uh turkey or something. See? And see? I was just, it just sounded weird to me. I'm like, damn, how that shit happened? That fried turkey shit, dog. But it be good, seen, though. I seen that motherfucker shoot up in the sky and shit like yeah. that. <laughs> like, this some wild ass shit. It's like you threw some Mentos in the... Uh, <laughs> in the Pepsi <laughs> bottle. <laughs> the fucking turkey flying up and shit. Um, but yeah, man, this this year was kind of weird, too, though. Uh, like, we didn't have, like, a giant family thing. Uh, it was, it was kind of, like, scattered. So we went over to that house, and you know what I'm saying? My dad went somewhere else. <laughs> No. Uh, okay. You know, he went to, you know, these people at the church, he's been helping them out and shit, and they invited him over there. He ended up coming later on, but I'm like, I got shit to do. I'm like, damn, like, what the fuck? <laughs> you mean you're not coming? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, like I don't understand, but, you know. Cousin Netta cooked? Uh, yeah, Netta cooked. I believe she can cook. Netta cooked. She was responsible for the mac and cheese. Okay. That's a huge responsibility. Yeah. That take five to seven, five to seven years, credit check. And she, you know, she got the, the the recipe from my aunt, her mom, and shit. So like, it's official. Yeah. So I actually, uh, I challenged somebody to a macaroni and cheese cook off. Right? Did you lose? Um. So listen, it hasn't happened yet. Okay. And I was like, I bet that I can make better macaroni and cheese than you. And you know, I haven't had the young lady's mac and cheese yet, but like. I've also never made this shit before, by the way. Uh, but I, I really do believe I can do anything. So I told, I'm like, I told Netta, because after I, I wrote a, a check, my ass couldn't cash. So I went to Netta, I'm like, hey, look, I just got into some shit. <laughs> I need you to help me yeah. out. I'm going to come over there. You're going to have to, I'm going to watch you make it. And then I'm going to take that and I'm going to make it. So it ain't happened yet. I'm going to make some mac and cheese. It's going to be fire. I'm going to be the champ because I don't take L's. Dog, I'm going I'm to reveal something. I've only made baked mac and cheese twice in my life what other kind of mac and cheese did you make because you was very specific when you said baked mac and cheese you know is there I any put, other kind of i life? put it the shells that you boil on top of the stove and then like put the <laughs> velveta in that craft macaroni yeah and cheese. yeah oh okay yeah i don't fuck with that shit i, I do that a lot for the kids because mm. i the two times i made baked mac is a complete failure i got a recipe off of pinterest I had yeah. breadcrumbs on top of nah, it, like it nah. was it was a fail. No, nah, no, nah. it was a fail. And you making the uh, and you making the stuffing on a random, a random Tuesday. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, no, some man. stuff be hit or miss. So did you? Uh, so this is one of the things I didn't see a lot of this today, this year and shit. But usually I be seeing um, that don't put me in your Thanksgiving text message yeah. thread and shit People like that. Like, by, people don't really fuck with the holidays, so, like, it used to be funny in the beginning, but, like, right now, don't nobody do that shit to me no more. Man, I was thinking that shit. Like, you know, yesterday, it was somebody sitting by them fucking cells with no family, no nothing, and ain't nobody text them at all. And then you got, like, somebody who, you in a group, and you get a million texts, like, fam, you should be happy that 
people are saying something to you on a holiday. Holidays can get really fucking lonely, dog. This is my first one, like, by myself. I felt like I wasn't in the holiday spirit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That shit can Like, get I wasn't really trying to bring lonely. it down for nobody else, but, like, if Thursday would have came and went and I just had pizza, I'd have been straight. You know, Thanksgiving is, you know what I'm saying? My mom passed, like, the day before Thanksgiving uh, two years ago. I so remember. It's like... This whole shit has been kind of it's been kind of interesting, yeah. you know, each year. So it's never gonna be the same. So you know, we hang around family and shit, but like it's it's different. It's different. just different. Uh, but all in all, man, I had a pretty good holiday, dog. What you thankful for this year, man? First, I'm I'm still breathing, so I'm still cheesing. I'm literally thankful for all my faculties, you know what I'm saying, and being here. But just friends and family. Uh, I'm really thankful for the podcast, podcast studio, how shit been running out, you know, working out and shit, man. And <clears throat> just being able to have some semblance of freedom, you know what I'm saying? Um, doing whatever the fuck you want to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm really, you know how people like uh, find something that you would do for, for free and then try to make it your hobby or make it your job. That's really what I'm trying to do with the podcast and then photography and all other shit. And, um, you know, things looking up. Yeah, next year going to be good for us. No, I was just thankful to be alive, man. You had a <laughs> tough year, man. Yeah, tw- 2019 kicked my ass. Yeah. So I'm thankful to be alive, my family that I still still got, you know, that I'm still, like, in my right mind and can use my body. I'm thankful for friends. Thanks for, for you as a partner, too, because, like, this shit is – it's a delicate marriage, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we make it work. And just like that business is looking up, like, you know, the shit that should have broke me this year didn't. You had a tough year, man. Yeah, I did, bro. I, I mean, I was in here cr- on crutches a few months ago. Well, you was here on crutches two weeks ago. Well, I mean, I, I, I injured myself before my birthday, but <laughs> that's not my... Mo- one of the most clumsiest niggas I've known. <laughs> my but, bones is brittle. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, you went through a bunch of, you know, that shit was pretty. That shit was. Shit pretty. was scary as fuck. Yeah, I almost tapped out this year. So I mean, I thank God and I'm thankful for just life, man. Just life, bro. City, give thanks. What am I thankful for? I'm thankful. Honestly, I'm I'm kind of uh, thankful that lately I've been like making more money than I've been spending. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's always. I mean, that's always you know when like. You know, and like sometimes you have a day where it's just like, shit, I spent so much money today yeah. and I spent yeah. more money than I made today. That's like kind of what I'm trying to get into. Like, like as I'm getting older, I'm trying to just, as long as I can save more money than I just spent that day. Hey, man, like, that's a good day. Try to do it as much as I can. It ain't always work out like yeah. that. No. As much as I can. One of the homies always say, man, it's not about how much you make. It's about how much you save or how yeah. much you spend. Because somebody who makes less than you can always have more money than you because <laughs> they spend different. They they right. manage different. They, Their habits are different. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, that's you did, what's up. You did any shopping today? Nah, I wanted to get out and do some Black Friday shopping. I really just wanted this TV. I saw at Target is a fifty five inch smart TV for like one hundred seventy five. Yeah, but like when five o'clock my alarm rang and at like, five a.m. a.m. Like it's time for me to get up so I can get there. Uh, fuck that TV. Yeah, <laughs> I get I another one. 
Cause I just I feel like man I already got like all that shit at the crib, so it's like, what do I need another TV? For? I just don't have a TV in my bedroom, so I'm like Me finally neither. relenting on that shit. Me neither. I want to buy another TV and shit. I really want I want to buy a TV to, to put on the wall in the lobby. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's really what I want. My alarm clock went off at five fifteen, but my punk ass had to get up and go to work today. Oh. So you celebrated that. the oppressor, then you got to go work for the oppressor. Yeah, you know I've been watching fucking um. Uh, a different world. I watched the whole season two yesterday. Okay, classic. That shit is so. I didn't. I didn't get out the bed to like one thirty yesterday. Cause why the fuck not? Yeah. Uh, that shit then so, ain't ready yet, nigga. That shit so fucking great. Like we know that different world is good, but that shit was like perfect. Nigga. I was literally cracking the fuck up. But you know what's wild about that is that like it still hasn't been like nothing like that since. And that nah. was so long ago. And now that's, I feel like different world, that type of shit is more relevant today because there's so many like black people going to college and shit. And all that. But like blackish, they like spin off of it, yeah. kind of touch on them being in college, but different world was like so complex, so many different personalities and that HBCU experience. Like I never, you yeah, never I, saw nothing like that. I didn't realize that shit came out in 87, dog. I yeah, Denise went yet. to college. I wasn't even born yet. I was five years old, dog. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I remember that shit like I was older. Now, maybe I was remembering the reruns. You know what I'm saying? But, like. Yeah. I remember new episodes of Different World, though. I'm saying it stayed on for six years. You know what I'm saying? It went from 87 to 93. You know what I'm saying? So it was it on. It seemed like it went on so seasons. much longer. It went on for. I mean, that's a long time. Yeah. And it was. 22 episodes per season. Now you get 10 episodes and they be like, oh, that's if season that, one. Yeah. Eight. Insecure get eight, like nine. eight. You know what I'm saying? Fucking shows like 30, 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Yeah. But um, like that shit is so. Fuck 22 episodes. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. You know what I'm saying? But that shit, I've been watching that shit all day and uh, that shit was fucking great. And what's so crazy, like right before I turned that shit off to go to Thanksgiving, like the Thanksgiving episode was on. I'm like, ain't this some shit? You know, the best, the best shit in different world to me is still, you know, baby, please. Like that's, Facts. that's the, that was like the best fucking TV. Facts. That, 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 I watch that shit on YouTube from time to time. There's nothing that compares it. Like baby, please is up there with like, why he don't want me? Like it's 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 neck and neck. Real life. Now just think me that is that is made me think of something else, right? So those is two great moments. So you talking about um when Dwayne Wayne interrupted Whitley and Byron's uh Byron <laughs> wedding. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They up there getting married. He come out he come out, you know what I'm saying? Does anybody got any things keep forever hold your peace? And he was like, Whitley such and such and such and such, would you marry me? And they get away, get away. You're like, baby, please. And then she like, yes, yes, I you know what I'm saying? Like, cause season two is when they started the whole arc of they yeah. of they they little Dwayne chased Whitney for years. Yeah. But like that's a classic moment in, in black television history, right? Right. Boom. That's a classic moment. You also talking about Will Smith moment. But Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil and Ben Vereen. Yeah. <laughs> Why he don't love me, man? It you know. just happened. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, it after, it's, it seemed like as soon as that happened, it's like Will Smith, everybody takes him serious as an actor. Yeah. Now. Like, that scene got him um, Independence Day, and, and that took him to a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, and I was. 
he was talking about that scene in uh, James Avery or whatever because he was telling him, like, man, you really a good actor, but you be bullshitting. And I really want to see more from you. So when he did that scene, um, he said it was the reason he tapped into the emotion of it because he was really trying to prove himself to James Avery because he is such a um, an esteemed actor. Esteemed actor. So when he said when they hugged and he braced, he was like, oh, "That's what the fuck I'm talking about." Like you finally did a good job. So those emotions he had trying to find out like why my father don't love me. He was trying to. He was literally trying to get the approval. A James Avery or whatever. I'm like, oh, that's super dope. We should definitely count down like that's, 25 best moments. That's what I'm thinking. But I'm like, those are two moments. But like, what's another moment in TV history that you enjoy? Uh, it's going to be all old shit probably. That's cool. Because <laughs> like, it's like TV is kind of, I feel like it's dead nowadays. Like, it's only a couple shows. It ain't really like impactful scenes no more. Like, and when JJ got shot, woo. <laughs> Nigga, the wire got a bunch of shit. Yeah, the wire do, man. But that's oh, I like this shit. I like when um when Snoop died and shit. I just she was like, uh, how's my, my hair? Yeah, how's my hair and shit? Yeah, I watch uh I watch wire clips on YouTube all the time. You watch one, then they gonna keep sending that shit. You to you. you you down you down a fucking rabbit hole. And it was so real because they was really getting them like off the streets and yeah. shit and just yeah. putting them in the show. Like, I watch that shit now and I just noticed that everybody got on Under Armour gear and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they headquarters is. In Baltimore, but like back then, we had no idea what Under Armour was, nah. so we didn't even notice the logos or nothing like that. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that shit. All the gym equipment when Caddy, I mean, um, when uh, Cuddy had a box, Cuddy had to buy all they all they clothes, all that equipment said Under Armour on that shit. Damn, you look back and that was what 98, 99, 2000. No, that was after that. That was That's like, like 2001, 2002 ish, yeah. but all that shit was Under Armour. And shit. Nigga, when they killed Stringer. That's good fucking TV. He was like, man, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> Get on with it, motherfucker. With, like, it was a bunch of uh, deaths on there that was fucking great. Like, TV-wise, let's say, um, don't judge, uh, but say by the bell, right? <laughs> the episode when Jesse was on drugs and shit, <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. She kept doing that shit, and then she kind of, like, collapsed and shit. Like, that was Carlton, didn't Carlton get shot? Yeah, yeah nigga, Carlton yeah, got Carlton shot. Got oh no, was Will yeah, got shot? Will jumped in front of, yeah. front of the gun or something like that. When he did the, give but me the gun. But Carlton was on drugs. He was uh, yeah, he did. He was hooked on speed. Fam, that was other Will Smith moment though. When he got shot and he wanted the gun, and Carlton came in there with the gun, like give me the gun, give me here. And he started crying and shit and put his head like nigga. That was a classic fucking scene, dog. Yeah, we got to go through some of these. Yeah. We probably need to bring Ann in. Yeah, this we'll is this week in culture ish type shit. We'll say that shit for like uh we'll do like a March Madness bracket or some shit like that. Maybe Cheyenne too, because she know a little bit of TV. Yeah. You know, Martin got some classic moments. Facts. <laughs> but them uh, classic TV sitcom moments, man, that shit is great. Um I don't know why I thought about uh fucking um But TV doesn't have that impact no more. Like like you were saying, like I can't I can't think of a show right now on TV like this is us be Good. I guess this is that's some <laughs> man. That's some phenomenal fucking writing, though. But I don't really watch it like that. Like, that shit phenomenal, dog. Like in real life, if I was a le- if I was a, a weaker man, I can understand why people cry over that every week. Every week, it's they they do that shit right though. They get that okay. shit, they, they literally get every episode correct. 
I just right. think it's just the way we like consume shit now. That's why TV ain't hitting like yeah. that. Like, and it's like, remember how it'd be like a show's come on, everybody be in the living room watching that shit. Yeah. It'd be like three, four people. Now, now with like, Netflix, I watch it when I want. Yeah. Hulu, I watch it, you know, it, you just watch TV differently. It's Damn. only certain shows that demand you watch that shit while it's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like Game of Thrones, niggas watch that shit while it's happening because they're going to spoil it for you. Yeah. It's certain things like, while this shit is on, we watching that shit. Now we're on demand. It used to be power, right? Everybody used to watch power, but now that shit come on the app at midnight. At midnight, so. I'm watching power at 12 on one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I tell you, man, the, the Cosby show used to be so fucking good when I was little. And they was like, you got to go to bed and shit. Like, I would, like, sneak and crawl through the hallway, had a little recorder and shit. And I just try to record the audio and shit. Like, I really wanted to, to listen to this shit. I also got what they call that shit, fear of missing out. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not going to bed. I want to know, know what the fuck is going on while here. <laughs> the Fisher Price recorder shit, you know what I'm saying? To hear what was going on on the Cosby It probably show. wasn't Fisher Price. It was probably like a cheaper brand, but I'm just going to say <laughs> Fisher Price because y'all connect with that. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man, but uh, Thanksgiving was pretty cool. Fab used to release music on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And he sort of kind of did to this week. Summertime shootouts three? Yeah. I he need to drop a soul tape. Well, he said he's pre- prepping for the soul album. Okay. I can deal with that. Y'all get a chance to listen to Fab Project? Nah, nah I ain't hear it yet. I haven't listened to it either. Um, I'll be honest. Uh, you know, I used to be, a, I don't even want to say used to, but I was like a real big Fab fan, right? Summertime shootout three, coldest summer mm-hmm. ever. And then, like, after all that shit, you know, with him and Emily and then, like, the videos and allegedly, like, knocking teeth out and all that shit. And then the video, like, I just was like, it kind of soured me a little bit. I don't want to get involved with that man doing with his wife. Yeah, fuck all that. I'm just saying, like, that kind of soured me. And, like, I was just, I just, like, I stopped, like, caring as much. That made you think of Fabulous less as an MC because of his, like, marital issues? I think it was like the video when he was like going out. Honestly, I just think some shit like that, people go through shit in their relationships. It is what it is. But I think when shit get publicized and get put out there, yeah. that shit, it, it, it looks it worse than what it probably yeah, really what it, is. What it really is. You know what I'm saying? It's if like. bitch lost teeth. It's look, bro. <laughs> it's like you ever, you ever get into it with your girl and shit and y'all argue and it's just y'all. Yeah. Ain't nobody around. Y'all can patch that shit up Facts. and this shit don't matter. But you get into it with your girl and her friends is there or your friends is there, whoever is there, they're going to be, oh, that nigga ain't shit. Duh, 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 duh. It's just like. It turned into something yeah, big. It's, like, bitch, we was just arguing about your dirty clothes in the bathroom. Like, yeah, why is it a bigger deal? It's like, man, we done did this shit 20 times and she ain't bad, but she just mad because this shit happened in front of her friends. I feel like that same way when it comes to, like, infidelity. Yeah. Like, if it's, you find out, your girl find out you cheated and it's just y'all. You might be, you can smooth you that can shit over. That, be straight. But let her mama and her cousins and her aunties over. found out your, your ass cheated. It's, it's never the same. It's You're not. done. You're done. It's not. And then now with like the internet, man, bro, with the like social media and shit, that don't make it no better. Cause now you got Every, you got everybody. Strangers that you don't even know dictating, like, hey, I wanna take this nigga back because. Yeah, yeah they got actual pages. That are set up just so you could go on there and just see the drama and shit. And they're like promoting that. Like it's a local Facebook group. It's called Is This Your Man Sis? And they just post niggas 
and be like, yeah, he was in my DM. God was, damn it. Like, it's some. It's Let some, niggas cheat in peace. It's some treacherous shit out here. Like, fam, yeah. I might not even been fucking in real life, nigga. Yeah. And it don't, that don't count as a DM. I was replying to a story. That's not, yeah. it's not no DM. It just goes into the, yeah. that don't count as no DM. And they could always look like that. Like, like DMs are always taken out of context sometimes. Thanks. And that's why I don't like, like, I'll reach out sometimes to chicks that's in entertainment or like, do something. I might hit them up, and I'm just I'm just a cool nigga. So I might hit them up, like, "Yo, what's up? What's good?" And they might take that as I'm trying to talk to you. Yeah. It's like nah, this nigga city in my nah, DMs like, trying I, I, I to holler. I want a fucking hook or some shit. Like, <laughs> let me like, yo, yeah, I want you in a cameo for a video, video or you know some shit. Saying? I was gonna like, pay you. Like, it wasn't even like that, but shit, yeah. it, it's rough. That shit, wow. Um, so I haven't listened to it. I'm gonna listen because you know I like fab music. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna take a listen. It's been a minute. He had to go through his PR shit, and um, he been he did the rounds. He was on Sway and all them shits. I think his Breakfast Club and he go probably gonna drop yeah. sometime early next week. Um, I so, ain't seen no video of him knocking no teeth out. No, I didn't see that. I just seen it. It don't fucking matter. Um, okay, that don't matter. Uh, Game drop an album too. Or was it Born a Rap? Yeah. Okay. Um, I have only song I listened to was a. Song with him and Nipsey on there. I saw a lot of R and B features on that album. Um, R and B heavy. I don't know R and B feature heavy. Let me say that game is always feature heavy though. It is, but he all but he also has a good ear for beats. Man. So I mean, more more often than not, I got to give him the benefit of the doubt. I haven't listened to the album yet, but more often than not, I got to get game the benefit of the doubt. It's twenty five songs on this album. Fuck though. me. This album is an hour and thirty minutes. You know what I'm saying? So. He might got some some R it's some R and B folks on there. And this is twenty five minutes, and you know this nigga is the rapping this nigga that I. He don't get enough credit for how good he raps. You know what I'm saying? His they, discography is solid. I think it's a lot of the, you know it's the antics and shit. You yeah. know, game every time games drops, he's gonna do some crazy shit around the time his album drops. So I think people like that make that shit be making people forget how cold game really yeah. is, yeah. bro. Game at a point in time, like you could argue he was like the best oddity in it. You could have argued that shit. I would, I agree. I still, uh, yes. You yeah. could say, like, <laughs> yeah. he, you could say that he rapped better than everybody. I think he does. I think, I think Game is the person who killed G Unit. I think it was 400 bars, 300, 300 bars. Yeah. That killed him. That, like, it, like, they career wasn't like immediately over, but like after that point, it was a slow bleed out. And then G, G Unit was so big, bro. For them to like, for them to go any higher, that shit was damn near impossible. It's like you only gonna go down from that level that they was at. Man. I mean, because Fifty as a solo artist was like the biggest thing yeah. in rap, and it's not like a like Nelly and the Saint Lunatics. Like these niggas could actually rap. Yeah, they had like good. they. Ali, Murphy Lee was fire. Yeah, Murphy, Murphy, Murphy Lee was tight. Like Murphy Lee was. That's cold. all you can say. That's yeah, all you can Murphy, say. Ali. Ali did have that bougetto. Yeah, that shit was fire. That <laughs> bougetto. Yeah, I mean, I re- that's the one song I remember. Yeah, then they did a little project together. I like them niggas. But I mean, like, you could drop Buck, Lloyd. <laughs> I don't want. I mean, Yayo put out a platinum album. Thoughts of a Predicate Felon was a platinum fucking album. A lot of people forget before like G Unit blew up and they was on just some mixtape shit. Yayo was fire. Yeah, it was. Mixtape shit. He was cold. But Gabe made Yayo a joke though. Cause he could rap. 
Yeah, you like, know, there's no reason that we wouldn't we we shouldn't like Yayo, mm. but Game made him a joke because Game's a funny nigga. You know what I'm saying? When he dropped that Stop Lying, Stop Snitching DVD, that shit, like that shit was fucking. Yeah. That shit was comedy, hey, dog. When that nigga was like, like "Yo, you taste the vitamin water." He, said, <laughs> he got a little grape flavor to it, right? <laughs> he said, "Yo, you see 50? That nigga was looking. He was like, 50, man. Why you why you call the police, man? Ladies, like, come on, man. Like that shit was comedy." <laughs> Like he's a funny. Nigga. It worked. It, it worked. worked. <laughs> that nigga, you see when he was in an apartment, it should had no. This <laughs> nigga apartment, they had no furniture, bro. And he just had clothes in like bad mill. That's it. Like he's like, you want to borrow some shit? Come through. Um, that shit was funny. You know what I'm saying? And like it was different. The DVD era, I miss it. I and missed I was, the mixtape DVD era because this was like before YouTube was like really popping like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Like you had to wait for a mixtape. Yeah. And niggas was dropping them shits like back to fucking back. And that's like when YouTube had the 10 minute limit. So you can upload shit, but you only in 10 minute yeah. increments and shit. So I watched that stop lying, stop snitching shit. That shit had like 10 parts of yes, that shit. Yes. Like, I remember seeing You know what I mean? That. Like that was how it was and shit. So uh, the game is a rapping ass nigga. He's one of the best rappers rapping right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he got a great fucking discography. Uh, reason I brought that up because the song he got on there with Nipsey, um, I like it, and I think that's a better Nipsey song since Nipsey's passed than the one we got from Khaled. I don't trust shit that Khaled put his name on. My favorite one that Nipsey had since the passing was probably that shit on the Rick Ross album, the verse he had on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was going, he was going on uh, Port of Miami too. This one pretty good. Cause he do a verse and he do a hook like this shit pretty good, you know what I'm saying? And it's man, I be thinking about Nip all the time. It's, it's always just, weird when like somebody died and you just hear all they like what's it called posthumous. Yeah. yeah, you just hear all their like shit that didn't get released because it's kind of like damn, did they really want that shit to be out? Or then because like I know he was gearing up for like there's gonna be another Nip album that drops at some point, you know, in the future. Like I wonder like. I don't want it to be like them Tupac albums where it's just copy and paste it together. No, I don't, I don't think Black Sam will let that happen. But, like, I wonder who, if it's going to, like, I don't know who specifically picked his beats. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you know a Nipsey sound, but that shit got to be, like, perfect. It's got to be right, yeah. I won't be I won't be mad if they, uh, if they let, like, Ross or some shit come yeah. in there and, like, work on the beats, pick the beats and shit like that because... You know, like with music and you recording, sometimes you do record shit and it just don't go. You know yeah. what I mean? It just like, oh, I worked on that song and you know what? I don't like it. Just that shit. It, it just didn't fit. It didn't fit. You know what I mean? You just got just a whole bunch of songs. So it's kind of like, damn, you're going to just put out songs that he really didn't want out, you know? Like, that's why I think, like, if you, ju- you judge Pac on his studio albums, there's not like a, a bunch of argument. Like a lot of people say he rapped about the same things or he rapped this rhyme, this, that, that, that. like y'all hear every fucking thing he recorded. Yeah. Like shit that y'all want, like pieces of verses that, that ended up on a different songs. Like y'all heard everything shit that y'all wasn't never supposed to hear. Like it was just bleeding the catalog. If you listen to the actual albums that put out like fam, you can't tell me the man can't rap. You know what I'm saying? And then like I was listening to um, Tupac Lips Now, right? Mm hmm. Totally different rhyme scheme. You you know how Jay Z used to rap when he yeah, first. Like, hey, uh, huh, uh, yeah, like, that's how he was doing that shit. On I'm Tupac like, though, this nigga Pac was rapping, rapping. Like 
it just was it was for that time period. Like, yeah, yeah, time changed. Some early '90s shit. Then his whole flow switched. Like, early '90s rap didn't really like it didn't age well. Cause like I listen to like I love Big, but like Ready to Die doesn't really sound that good these days. You gotta listen to the remastered version. <laughs> I got it, it. Like it didn't age well. Like I do think that like Life After Death is still like you know when we did the Apple Music shit, right? Yeah. I listened to I had like twelve hours of Biggie, which means I listened to Life After Death for like twelve hours. You know yeah. what I'm saying? In 2019, Crazy. you know what I'm saying? Like. It's literally one of my favorite albums. Like, it's a fucking... We talked about it on here before. It's, it's a complete fucking album. It's the album that ruined music because it gave everybody the formula of how to make an album. Yeah. Like, like we got the radio single. Um, let's go get um, the song with the nigga from the West Coast so we can bring in this new bring in this new joint. We got to put the girls on the hook. We like fuck with Bone Thugs. Yeah. yeah. And like, then we're going to do a million dollar video. Like, they gave everybody the blueprint and they're like, all right, now nah, everybody just try to do that shit for their album. But it is like a great fucking album. I've never seen from album A to album B a jump that big. But you could tell that's what that's what I, no what I always say was so scary with Biggie is you could clearly tell that he was getting better yes. as he was going. Yes. Like let Biggie if Biggie didn't die and drop one more of them. He <laughs> like might have crushed y'all in it. He he'd have been so far out the stratosphere that like Who's gonna catch up? Lead a game. You could lead a game after that. You got three classics on that level. Like I wonder, like, cause he is rhyming in '97 or '96. It's better than niggas rhyming right now. Like he's rhyme. He in the pocket. His flow pattern. His like, come on, man. Like I get why niggas argue that he the greatest, right? Unfortunately, he didn't get a chance to like fall off. You know what I'm saying? Cause he only got two. Pac dropped five albums, and we were still fucking with him when he died. Like yeah. I, you, I had time to fall off, but I actually got better with yeah. every album. You know what I'm saying? Like so, and these dudes both like 25. Yeah. That's fucking like, crazy. That's young as hell. I'd love to hear some Biggie over some some old Kanye West production. What? Or some old over Just, some Blaze. Just Blaze? Come on, man. I Who knows? Who I knows what we would have got? I would have loved to hear the Biggie and Pac record that they was going to ult- ultimately make together because the niggas won't going to beef forever. Yeah, they was you know what I'm saying? Everybody squashes the beef. Unless somebody, I mean, unfortunately, they there was death involved. Yeah. But unless somebody dies, like, niggas get 50s over it. 50s never squashes beef with Ja Rule. That's and he never, but that's and he never will. Rapper shit, though. Well, they squashed of, it a couple times. And then 50, you know. Well, then jokes, like, like, like He's the that. biggest troll in the world. So, like, what people say about Game, right? It's antics before Game drop an album. Like, I got that from 50. Like, it's antics before I drop a TV show. Yeah. It's yeah. antics before I drop anything. There, nigga, I will beef with anybody before I drop a project. What could you beefing with Jada Kiss for? <laughs> like, why is you beefing with Fat? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you beefing with these niggas? Gotta find something to drum the up. Niggas that ain't really have support. nothing to do with shit. They just why you just for no why reason. you beefing with French? I Montana? seen you in a picture with that nigga, so now we enemies. Like in real life, you can give them. I give them the Jaru shit. You know, I can argue that shit, whatever. But like fifty verse Rick Ross, Ross won fifty verse French Montana. French didn't go away. French wasn't like French got bigger. And hopefully he's okay. He been in like a coma or some shit. Has he? He been in the hospital in like ICU for like six days or some shit like that. Oh, wow. Didn't even know that. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, 
whatever he's going through, uh, he can get that out there. Jaru, all right. What about Jada? What about Ross? Um, French. French turned into like, remember French from the Smack DVD era? Yeah, yeah. The, coke, the Coke wave. Yeah. yeah. And then now this nigga fucking with Cardat. He like a. Yeah. He a different, like, what? How did that happen? But I, I think, it, but it's a lot of factors with the 50 and Ja beef that like, Helped Fifty become victorious in that because yeah. like Murder Inc was getting indicted by like the feds and all that crazy shit. He was stabbing them niggas while yeah, he was and, already and, on the ground. And Fifty knew that and he knew oh the feds watching these niggas they can't say shit back. This is before like I feel like if if Ja Rule would have been able to voice his shit before Fifty blew up, yeah, it probably would have been like a different outcome because Ja Ja Rule talented as fuck. Like a lot Hell of people yeah. don't give him his credit. He's like a talented artist, Hits. but. It was just like by the time Ja was able to say something, 50 was already that nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's like this nigga already sold 10 million. So it's like you should have said some shit two years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I forgot even how I forgot how we got there and shit. Um, but game album, um, 25 songs. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to dive into that shit this week and the fab shit. So next week we'll be able to discuss some shits. Um, okay. you know what I'm saying, a little further. Uh, I asked you earlier, was you fucking with that Griselda Records? What was Sheen Gun do? I ain't heard it yet. Okay. I'm probably going to listen to that later. Uh, I fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? They drop a lot of music. They drop a lot of content. They, they probably do. one of the coldest groups that like then came out in a really long time. Because you could tell that they're all tight-knit. You could tell they all support each other's shit. Like, whenever one drops an album, the other niggas is on that album. Yeah. Vice versa, you know. Everybody eats. And they all from, like, they from fucking Buffalo. Like, it's never really been rappers Packs. from there. So it's like, for them to come out from Buffalo and have this wave, like how they got right now, shit yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, And they just do high-quality street rap. That's not like a thing <laughs> no more. Yeah, I'm like, see, I'm not with Griselda. I'm not looking at it like I'm me. Like I'm looking at it like, like I'm like 13 or 14 hearing that shit. If I would have been like 13 or 14 hearing Griselda, they would have probably been my favorite group ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like they give me that like nostalgic hip hop sound. It's like, yo, I really fuck with this shit because it's like take me back to when I was a young dude and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucks with them. And it's, and it's their debut album on Shady. Do do record labels really mean anything anymore? I don't think they mean anything. Like, it used to be a thing. Like, nigga, I'm on death row. I'm on bad boy. Even you could say, like, Shady at one point. Like, no shade to them. Like, that was a big deal. But was it ever really, though? I don't think people care, man. Other no. than M. M was on Shady. But, like, who else blew up off of Shady? 50. Obi went platinum, bro. Yeah. D twelve, like them, they sold records, bro. Like everybody was selling over there. I love Obi second round knock. I mean second rounds on me. One of the most slept on joints. Like if it, it fifty was running, fifty had his wave. You know what I'm saying? That shit got overshadowed. Just, yeah, just but got that watched. was a fucking great. The single he had with uh with Akon dog. Yeah. Like nigga, that shit was just fire. I like that cry now when that cry now came out. Oh yeah, sick notes. Yeah. Crazy was all over that shit. But I don't. I guess. For a hot second, Shady Records was popping. But not so like that shit could have been any record label. But it's like everybody who around M at that time was like But just record labels, period. Like having that affiliation just like kind of fizzled out. Good music was big. Like it was a big thing to be affiliated with them niggas. And now you just don't so I, hear that shit. You know what I think that was then? 
it was more than likely because the outlets for you to, to access information about hip hop and rap was kind of regulated to source double magazines and like MTV and shows like that. And whatever group was popping, oh, we we gonna flood all that. Yeah. But now with the with the internet and social media and stuff like that, it's like you I don't, don't need to. You don't need to. You don't need to sign with. All right, it's like this. You don't need to sign with Jay Z if you could get a fucking just picture with him. <laughs> like if you could get a picture in a video with just Jay Z and just being like, yo, he's next up or some shit, or you could get like a video with Eminem. Yeah, he ain't even gotta be saying shit. You could just be standing next to him in the studio yeah. and post that shit on the gram, and people gonna be like, oh, he fuck with him, so we fuck with him. Yeah, like that's I, just how it is. What is I remember J- when we what had- is Jay Z and him. I remember when we had Marvin here and he was talking about when they did the cipher. Yeah. And like just he didn't rap, but like just being there, just the look was huge for him. Yeah. So when you put your projects out, because you've had two in 2019. Yeah, I did drop two um, this year. That's the first time I did that shit too. Uh did you put those out under your own imprint or how how do you Yeah, know? I put I put everything out just Indian shit. So like Everything that I've dropped has been, like, all me. You know okay. what I mean? So I just go through whatever distributor I go through at the time, and yeah. I make sure everything is, like, 100% me. So I've never, like, I've never dropped a project and just had backing from, like, you know what I mean, another label or, like, somebody else put up their bread. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really even know how all that shit works. Well, I know how it works, but yeah. I just haven't been in that system of doing things, you know? So Because, like, I be wondering, like, even with the podcast shit, too, right? Like podcasts, Apple Music, whatever. Everybody put their shit on the same platform, and it's up to the the people who listen go to these major platforms and they listen. So like, how? So if I put like a marketing budget, because I would rather put my money on advertisement or whatever versus signing to a label and being in debt for X amount of albums, or whatever. But I'd be wondering, like, all right, fine. Sony, Epic, or Def Jam, they give you this million dollar um, advertising budget. What is that? What are y'all going to do with this? Are you just going to give me a bunch of Instagram ads? Are you going to put me on like a hot playlist on the front page of Apple? Because that's what I would, I would, how much do it cost to get on the front page of Apple Music? So when people hit the heart, the for you and see, because that's what's going to boost somebody's stream. Because other than that, I know payola don't exist, but how else can it work? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how else can it work? And then sometimes you see people on that shit, and it's like you know that they're just like they're not with anybody. Some people just get on that shit, man, like find a way through the matrix and just crack through the algorithms and just get on it, you know? So I don't I don't necessarily know about like probably being on like a label and shit, and they telling you where your money is going. If you can't physically see, you know, they just tell you whatever. They just, yeah, they you're an employee. You you're an employee. Your job can tell you. Well, we pay. We cover this, this, and this, but like without some type of itemization. Because like whatever. Now, well, like advertisement this thing on Facebook. So you know, last week we was going through um, talking about who 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 was listening for yeah. the, in that seven days. What cities was fucking with it? So when I ran some ads this week. I targeted Georgia specifically. Let's go to Georgia. Let's go a certain age range. Let's go a certain demographic. And let's find out what we do this week. Oh, shit. We got more spins in Georgia this week because I specifically targeted Georgia with a fucking advertisement or sponsor post with a link to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
well, fuck. I'm rather spend my money doing some shit like that yeah. versus now I'm gonna be signed to, like you get signed to a record label. I'm just signed. I just picked up debt. I'll give you a million dollar contract. Well, that's a million dollars I gotta recoup before uh, I make some money and shit. Like, and I, I don't really even think that shit worth it though. To be real with you, because it's like the way people consume music now, bro. I mean, I hate to say it, like, the industry is, like, just a music game independent and signed to a label. It's pretty fucked because you got to do so many amount of streams just to eat off that shit. Yeah. So if you on a label and then you fuck around and then you do get a million streams, that ain't really that much money, no way. And At then you got to split that shit with these niggas. You know what I'm saying? So you better off having your own shit and just trying to make that shit pop because at least then you could just eat up eat off all your shit and just monetize it some type of way. Yeah. Go on tour, do show, have merch. Like fifteen like fifteen hundred streams, bro, equals sale. That's crazy, bro. Like yeah. that that's nasty. All right, so look, this one of uh one of the homies and shit, our artist friends, say Spotify plays out zero point zero zero four cent per song. My highest streaming song on that platform is at twenty thousand streams. Meaning if I got a check today, it'd be eighty dollars. Why have my song on this platform, fam? You know what I'm saying? Like, I could have sold this song to my friends and made more than eighty dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But that's how people listen to music. It's like, take you could take it back to when the CD was out. When you had an album and you had that shit pressed up, you could go and just do shows and fucking sell 15, 20 CDs. Yeah. Walk up to people, have your just you know your shit pressed up the right way, and they was gonna fuck with you if you had a good show. Yeah. Now it's like you can't even sell that shit because nobody listens to CDs no more. So that money you would have made off of the hard copies, you could have really sold five thousand hard copies out the trunk. That was like a legit thing early two thousands yeah. and shit. Like one hundred people was you was just able to just hit the streets and just go hard like that. You can't do that shit no more. Shit. I mean. Uh, the intro song from Pete, you know what I'm saying? My company, Black City Government, like we pressed all that shit and we sold them. We'll throw our own show. We'll throw, we'll essentially, we'll throw a cabaret. People buy tickets and shit to the cabaret and then we'll turn that bitch into a show and we'll perform and sell some CDs and shit. Everybody have a good fucking time. We got some little footage and shit and then we would just trunk the trunk. And you know what I'm moving. saying? And like at $10 a pop. It's and like, it. so I was like, well, shit. If a, if a local nigga sell 5,000 records at $10 a pop, he'd have made $50,000 that year. Like, that's a livable income. Yeah. That's cash, too. So, you know, ain't no taxes getting taken out of that. Yeah. So, if you took $50,000 cash, it's probably going to be the equivalent to you if you was working at a job making about eighty five. You probably bring home 50 cash. Now, that's you a, prof- you a professional musician. Yeah. And you get off 5,000 records uh, in a whole fucking year. And that's that sound like a lot, but it's, but really, it's really not. not. So then no. you divide that by 12 months. Oh, shit, I only got to sell 100 or 200 a month? Oh, how many a week? Like, well, let me go go. Let me go to get, get on some shows so after my show I can flip these CDs. Yeah. Like, I really want artists to just develop an app and just put your shit on a fucking app. Every my, every album I drop is a, a, a app that you can download from the i the iTunes store, or whatever the fuck, with Apple Store, for ten bucks, you get seventy percent of the money because that's how they do their app store. You get seventy, they take thirty, and all my music gonna be there. All the videos for the song gonna be on the app. Like, you not gonna get like if people gonna support you because they heard you somewhere, right? 
Like, I think that works if you're an established artist, but like if you if you're not still a, on on the come up, like that's gonna be pretty difficult. That's gonna be a difficult sell. Well, how much money are you gonna make on streaming if you not a, if you you on the come up? Like no one knows that your music is there. Fair it's enough. It's different, man. Stream like, it, but even if even if you do get a lot of streams, like what's a lot is relative. Like everybody yeah. has different. Like some people be happy if they got. 50,000 streams. Yeah. But 50,000, that's a lot of people listening that's to your shit. That's a lot of fucking people. But you, that, the, the payout from 50,000 streams is like, it's not go, really like. Go $100. I mean, yeah, my man was looking at $80 off of 20 grand. I mean, $200? Yeah. That's not even what it costs you to 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 buy the beat, record yeah. the song. Now, like, if you want your music to be out there, that's one thing. But if you want to get paid off your, like, I would rather just, hey, listen. Like, so, shoot him, make shoot him. That nigga put his joint out on his own, $9.99, click this link and buy. I bought this shit. I got the download link. Boom, now it's on my phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's $10. How long was it going to take? How many times would I have to stream your shit for you to make $10? 1500 and that's one sale. <laughs> one sale, fifteen hundred. Like, something around that number. Yeah. It's like, but let's think about that. Like, fam, even if you just sold to your friends and family and you got ten dollars from all of them, fam, you're gonna make more off that shit than you're gonna do off streams. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I got. But then streams can can reach more people. But if but it ain't making me no money, who cares? But then they're making it to where. You're not gonna have no choice, and that's the only way you could listen to music, bro. So that's the that's the issue is that they're making the world a way that they don't even cars don't even have CD players in them bitches no more, bro. Nah. You buy a new car, that shit ain't got no CD player in it. If that's the case, shit. Like, if you can't connect to Bluetooth, you, you listen to the radio. Yeah. If that's the case, man, like I just want the control back. You know what I'm saying? Like if y'all gonna listen to the shit for free, well, fuck it. I'll provide that shit for free, and I'll put ads on that shit. I'll admit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll put some fucking ads on whatever this app is. Click, you know them little fucking yeah. apps that be on all the free iPhone games or yeah. some shit like that clearly works for somebody because it keep popping Nigga, up. Nigga, it worked for you <laughs> in that one game that you got. Yeah, facts. They sucked you in. Because I bought that shit. <laughs> but you could easily tell that, you know, the artists, artists are getting hip to the stream and shit. And then you could just even tell by the way the songs are structured now. Like, Remember back when like rap songs were like three verses, yeah, yeah. and fucking it would two be hooks. Like, it'd be like hook, verse, hook, verse, hook, verse, bridge or some shit. And yeah. the song be like five minutes. The songs now with two, man. Look three at this. Minutes is like a long song now. I'll read this fucking article and shit. This this is a quote from me. He pointed out to the industry research indicating that platforms like Spotify, Tidal, and Pandora are all dominated by a small subset of mainstream artists with ninety nine percent of streams. On coming from 10% of all available songs. So all this, you know, I'm like, well, all this many songs were streamed this year. Found 10% of the songs account for 99% of the streams. So if you're not out here popping. If you're not like, if you're not like a top tier artist and shit, eating off of streams is kind of. It's tough. You're going to have to get it with the merch, bro. Yeah. And then even then it's like, how you going to sell the merch if like. Where you gonna sell it at? Where you gonna sell this shit at? You might your core is gonna f- fuck with your shit. Yeah, core is gonna fuck with your shit. But now it's really just like I said, it's really putting shit out in the matrix and just really hoping one of those things takes off and goes viral. Because if you do have one thing that goes viral, whatever the if it goes super viral and everybody's fucking with it, then all the other shit that you got yeah. 
it's going to all shoot up Thanks. because people are going to just like listen. They're going to go that back. Shit. Yeah. I want to hear this. Well, all right. Well, I like this joint. Well, let me go listen to his other shit. Yeah. That's how. Uh, so like TDE don't really put out free music. You know what I'm saying? Like even all they, they mixtapes were never really mixtapes. So like the Kendrick Lamar LP, Section 80, all that shit. So Kendrick's first album on Aftermath blew up, right? And all the other shit that they own 100% of, which is on iTunes now, blew the fuck up and they got really paid off that shit. Because I own 100% of the Kendrick album, the Kendrick Lamar LP, um, Section 80, um, Overly Dedicated, all that shit. TDE own that shit 100%. So it was like all that shit jot jot the fuck up so i mean but i guess that's the that's the payoff or the flip side and and uh when it comes to streaming you as an independent artist like whatever come in is yours yeah yeah so how's this ground been for you treacherous man it's been treacherous (laughs) it's been treacherous but they but they fucking i feel like the feedback i get is so crazy though like i get such good feedback to where all the bullshit and the political shit of the music industry ain't really like it, it don't really be as bad. But like I said, man, I'm still trying to crack through the matrix. I'm still trying to be like in that upper echelon in that 10%. Yeah. You know, especially, you know, when we come in from the market we coming from, we in Detroit. So it's like we ain't really got a lot of mainstream artists right now. No, but you do get some good looks. I saw you in the heaven cipher. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Now that's a huge look. Oh yeah, X. for sure. That was shout out to Kid Vicious, man. Shout out to Vicious, man. He told me come come through. We did that. There was a lot of cold ass MCs up there, and everybody was just spitting. We wrapped off a Royce beat and shit. Like I got a lot of fucking followers after I did that uh, yeah. cipher. So shit, that shit was dope. But you know, a lot of people know me from like the cipher and the underground, like that type of uh, circuit and shit. So that's really um, that's really like more first nature for me and yeah. shit because you know i come from like the battle rap shit and all that but like right now it's just like i'm really trying to like establish myself as just a artist type thing where people look at me like oh this motherfucker got like four five albums out that's legit you know what i mean like from the cover art to the videos from all that shit so why you name the album temporary sunshine um it, it has two meanings okay uh it's like ups and downs and it's like michigan weather so like I feel like that's what like it's like living in Michigan. It's like if it's a sunny day, then that shit's gonna be like gloomy as hell. Like a couple days later and shit. Yeah. So I, I noticed a thing. So let me know if I'm on because temporary sunshine. It got a little a little gloom to it. Uh, Escape my trouble. Is a it's a it's literally a dark cover. Yeah. Of album. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Black cloud. <laughs> and even the ask me if I care. It's like the you outside on the bench with like the like it's dark. I'm, I'm feeling this dark theme. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like see, I feel like see me. I'm a like I would consider myself if someone asked me what kind of artist I am. I'm like a reality rapper. Okay, so whatever I'm doing at that time, I, that's just what I'm rapping about. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't go to the studio like. I'm about to do like a club record today or I'm about yeah. to just rap about girls today. Like whatever happened that day, I'm rapping about that shit. So I feel like um ask me if I care was like I had dropped two projects before that and um and they weren't really like they that was when I was battling all the time basically and I was doing projects while I was battling and 
You know, and it was like kind of hard, but like Ask Me If I Care was the first project I did where I just didn't battle. I just did just like an album. Yeah. And then I dropped that and then I felt like people kind of accepted me more as like an artist once I dropped that project. And then Escape My Trouble, soon as I did Escape My Trouble, I was like, I want to do like a B-side album that just like, it, it don't even have to be 10 songs. It could just be like, Ask me if I care, escape my trouble. If you want to hear like some shit that could be on the radio for me or some shit that's more contemporary, listen to Ask Me If I Care. If you want to hear me rap rap and have some introspective shit and just hear about my story and just see who I am as a person, escape my trouble. Like that's what it is. So like seven songs on each one, if you put them together, that's Full like album. that's like yeah. an album yeah. and you could like so that's ex- I did that intentionally and like I feel like temporary sunshine is like a mixture of both of the styles, like coming together, but still having its own sound, like sonically and shit. I mean, you like Dom Kennedy? Um, yeah, I fuck with Dom Kennedy. I haven't heard a lot of his solo shit, but anytime I hear him on, like, you know, what I mean, like a feature or something, yeah. he always cooks. So, man, I got um, I was listening to a couple songs that made me think of Dom or his his style of production and his uh, music was uh, in politics, which I fucking love. Um and moving proper through motion, moving proper. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm yeah. like, no, this got the it got like this, a a uh, a groove to it. Yeah, West Coast feel. Yeah, like, like so, like with me, it's like so. So I'm like, I grew up on the east side and shit, like eight mile and grad shit, seven mile and grad shit, that whole section over there. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, and, I'm sorry to hear that. Everybody got their flow. Everybody, you know yo, everybody talking about the east side. Man. Shout out to the east side. So it's kind of like. It's like me when I listen to music, I just think of like just what it was like, like on the east side in the summer and shit. Yeah. So it was like a song like Impala Tense. I'm not like these rappers that's gonna first talk talk about like a foreign and like a rafe and shit. Like back when I was growing up in 13, 14, like the hustlers, they had the Impalas, Crown Vicks, yeah. fucking Marauders and all that kind of shit. Man, we was talking about that yesterday. And that was a thing. Like I remember being like my nigga had a fucking Impala, the 05 shit with the with the circle lights. And with some twenty twos on that shit, and that was like crazy. So, I just feel like I want to I want to bring people into like that mind frame, like how, what it was just like being just like a young nigga, just like yeah. trying to come up and shit. Man, that shit groovy as hell, man. It did like like the whole first verse, technically the second one too, but we kept like the same flow pattern or the same ending rhyming word, yeah. which is extremely fucking hard to do. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, um. And so when I be trying to when I be listening to people rap. I be judging um, they lyrics, but I be de- they delivery and they flow patterns and how they stay in the pocket. It's okay. extremely hard to stay in the pocket with that well, same. You know what I'm saying? Well, I got that. That's something I um I like. Act, I'll say it like I got that from like just listening to Eminem and like Dipset and shit because I remember they used to like rhyme like some of the same shit. Yeah. But they would do it the whole verse, yeah. and it would be a different word. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like I feel like with that, it kind of makes people remember the song more. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's easier to remember a song when it's kind of on the same rhyme scheme. So like that's kind of my thing and shit. Like I um in the second verse, it was except for like four bars, which all also rhyme. It was like the same pattern. I be for me, that's one of the things I enjoy because like. A nigga going like on a four bar pattern when you find a little pocket yeah. and then it be over. But when a nigga like, damn, that's six. Yeah. That's eight. Like, oh, okay. He gonna the take this 12, shit the whole thing. Like the whole shit, yeah. Buster used to be Buster used to be really good at that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He'd take a 
flip. What was the uh, hands your eyes can see all that shit? What you saying, yo? Like he'd take that shit the whole verse. So I appreciated that, man. That shit was dope. So what producers? Are you really working with on this project? Um, this one I fucked with um MLB a lot. MLB he did a lot of shit on he did shit on Ask Me If I Care and Escape My Trouble. So he did um Picture Perfect. Um he did No Question on Ask Me If I Care. He did um I Develop on Escape My Trouble and he got he did Future Thrill on here. Man, I got that. I got I got the fire emoji behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that shit. Dog. So the future thrill, he did that shit. You know, like that's like one of the main cats. And I'm fucking with a lot of just up and coming dudes. You know, like I feel like um, right now it's a lot of hungry dudes out there just with the internet and shit. You could just go on the internet and find like some fucking kid that's like 16 or like 19 just trying to get his shit heard. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you could just reach out to him and email him and he'll send you some shit and you could just do it like that. So that's really me, man. And I like I like going to like kind of unknown guys because I want to have a different sound. You know, I don't, want, I don't want to rap on the same beats as everybody from the city. You know, I want to have like... I want when niggas hear my shit, it don't sound like anything that's out at that time. You know, it just has its own shit to it. You and know? the good thing about working with like one or two producers, you all craft a sound. Yeah, it's just not a nigga just throwing a bunch of beats at you. And you know, I kind of pick with like we can work together and pro- producing and beat making are two different things. Yeah. Let's work together to produce a cohesive yeah, project. Man. Shout out to Buckrow too. He did that uh, Blackest Sky and shit. And oh, and I'm fucking with Orlando Way too, man. Orlando, he didn't get. I, he didn't do any beats on this project, but my next project is coming out 2020. He doing the whole thing, so I'm doing my next project is gonna be produced by all one person. Mm. Okay, so I felt like uh, scattered thoughts. I, I enjoyed that. I felt like that that it almost felt like the title track. It was that when I did scattered thoughts, that made me like name the album Temporary Sunshine. Okay, it, I had that feel like yeah. this feel like. Yes, because it's just like, like we were just talking about Biggie earlier in the podcast. I remember like when I was just growing up, like listening to Biggie for like the first time, like as a teenager. Because yeah. I, when Ready to Die came out, I was like a, a kid. I wasn't listening to that shit yet, so I had to go back and listen to Ready to Die. And I always was like, it's so dope how he had a song like Big Papa on this shit, and he has on like Juicy, and then he has like Suicidal Thoughts at the end, and it's like. Still sounds like Biggie, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't sound like weird or out of place or anything. So I definitely wanted to put that out there and kind of just let people know, like, all right, yo, this is some real shit that people really be going through. You know what I'm saying? Like shit that just be going on. So I'm going to just throw that at the end and shit. And that was like really the closeout track. And I threw the bonus track at the end, too. So um, I thought that shit was really dope. Now that we, we talking about Biggie, um, one of my homegirls hit me up and asked this shit. She said, um, luxury rap is Biggie the originator. Hmm. I'll t- before y'all answer, I was like, nah. <laughs> and not like a disrespect. And he was like, well, who was it for you? And I was like, well, two answers like well shit the first rap song <laughs> if you want to be on some rappers delight shit all them niggas was talking about a bunch of shit they never had like i got five gold chains you know what i'm saying yeah. but like i was like it's probably like slick rick yeah that's what i was thinking like slick like, rick has to be um it's probably like slick rick but like 
the person I said, like, who's the best at it? Like I said, it's Rick Ross. Yeah. Like, he, like, he made that shit like a category. Like, he makes luxurious drug dealer rap music. Yeah, man. Rick Ross make you feel like you can make a hundred million in a week. Like, literally. <laughs> nah, you, for real. <laughs> it just sit in a gold bathtub. <laughs> what about Jay? Uh, Jay was like Ain't on no, the cusp. Like no Jay, was, on Jay was more like I'm. I'm richer than you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it's n- not everything has to be high class. Just as long as I'm richer than you, yeah. I'm doing better. Jay shit sound. It seemed like per- like a personal diss. <laughs> like, yeah, Jay Jay shit is like. Did I say this last time we, I was here? I think I said this shit last time I was here, maybe. I don't know where I said it at, but he was like on imaginary players where he was like. 4.0 and 4.6. 30, 40 times. Yeah, come on. Beat Beat it. it. (laughs) Like, beat it. That's just like some, that's not like some like Detroit nigga shit. Even though he's from Brooklyn, that's not like some shit a nigga from Detroit would say. Like, like beat it, nigga. (laughs) Then you hear gunshots go off. (laughs) Bah! Like, nigga, you ain't got no no manicures on board, nigga. Switch your plane. Switch your plane. You no know, Cartiers, nigga. Switch your frames. Like no, nigga. Like we get out of here. But like on some luxurious, just rapping about items and I think Rick Ross made that shit like a category, dog. I mean, he rapping about being in Santorini, Greece. You know what I'm saying? Like how many niggas bring shit like that? Raekwon and Ghostface really good at that. Yeah, shit, so. yeah, they are. So I ain't gonna. They like, but they, they were like, like, they was just like, they was just fresh. You know what I'm saying? Like their shit wasn't like, man, they get to talking about food and shit. Yeah, <laughs> I never really thought about that. Ray and Ghost is pretty good for that what? shit, man. They get to talking about eating, man, eating know, good. Yeah, just eating some shit, like. lobster. <laughs> <laughs> I got escargot with lobster. You know? Yeah, it's just like so like that. It's like bro, or niggas just come. So like, it's dope to me when like rap. 90s niggas just start off and name like four or five different words that don't rhyme at all but then on the second end of that bar rhyme all that shit like hey leather coats uh marble floors uh pink hats and then just like, how you say it sounds <laughs> yeah. you know just just the influx of your well, voice you sounds know, like it's something anytime you put a color in your rap and Jada like, kiss found who, a f- who's the best cam Cam, no, who's a Cam is up there. He's top five. Cam, Jada, Jada, because like he would tell you the color is the car of something every verse. Yeah, he'd be like, I got said, a color to come through in the vanquish. The color of dandruff, forest or, green. Yeah. He'd say some shit like, like he would tell you about a, a fucking car in a different color car and shit. Like, but you know, this is the wild card of that though, Young Dro. Oh yeah, Young Dro might be like the goat at that shit. Young Dro was a Young Dro had like two years where he was just right neon. <laughs> so, so when you speak on Dro, there's like two niggas that I feel like are the voice of a generation, but don't get like the credit they deserve. Dro was one of them, yeah, because Dro hit y'all niggas with like a classic single out the gate. Off time, throw shoulder lean on right now. Off time. <laughs> Those so, so shoulder lean on right the fuck now. And shoulder lean wasn't like a goofy dance. It yeah. was like some shit that like you niggas could, would do. Yeah, you could you be have cool. a drink in your yeah, hand you'd and be cool and shoulder lean. Like that was some fly shit. Dro talking about crackheads and, and shoulder lean. <laughs> crackheads. This bitch. Yeah. yeah. And another nigga. It's it's on some R and B shit, but I believe this nigga's like the voice of a generation. Okay. And does not get the credit he deserves. My nigga, Young Lloyd. 
Lloyd, Lloyd, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah Lloyd is. Sure. Lloyd he, but he doesn't get the he doesn't get that credit. It's murder eight. That's why. Yeah, that's probably why. Murder Lloyd gave y'all niggas hits for years. Yeah. Just, just shit. Was he don't he got one right? Well, it's been a caramel. Thing. Yeah, nigga, that Man. shit is fire. So, I'm not. I'm not even bullshitting. My favorite, one of my favorite songs ever is fucking Lay It Down. I, I can, love that shit. I can Lloyd respect that. Shit. She's fine too. Not five two. Is he on? A, is he on the uh, the new Millennium tour? Nah, oh man, <laughs> man, Omarion's level of Jedi patience is something that I aspire to have. Have you watched the, the Vlad interviews? Yeah, Will Omarion. Yeah, I knew this. I knew this nigga was a serial killer as soon as he was on <laughs> Vlad. I knew he had something up his sleeve because I seen the interview as soon as it came out, and I was like. Nah, man, he got so he cooking something behind the scenes. <laughs> niggas way too calm, like, yeah, way too, too calm. calm. He, he, ain't, he ain't take none of the bait either. He was like, he's like, so do you think you guys are friends? He's like, um, I can, yeah, okay, I can, I can say that. Like every time he was throwing it, because look, that nigga's level of patience. So I guess uh, it's Job like B two. <laughs> <laughs> the patience of Joe. It didn't matter. It didn't matter what the devil threw at him. Joe was. He said, from I the believe, Bible. I believe. He, said, he is a child oh, of God. Uh, they asked him, I guess B2K never have a number one album. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, well, you had like two albums, two number one albums, whatever. So I guess technically, when you went <coughs> solo, you were even better than B2K. And. He ain't say nothing. He was like, "Could be that because you know <laughs> how the sound body is." It's like, yeah, I agree with that. And that, then the headline gonna be like, "Omarion says his solo career is better to be like every time." Vlad Omarion goes, said he's David Ruffin. <laughs> nah, but then he did ask him. He was like, something like, "Oh, so it's safe to say that you're the lead singer?" He's like, "No, I, I, I am the lead singer." <laughs> like, like the other niggas, the other niggas in the background. <laughs> 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 no. How you get so bad and just see this is the thing, Amaria, he kicked the other niggas off. It ain't even did shit to him. He just like, you know what? Since collateral it's collateral bullshit, damage. Like, since he did that bullshit, I ain't fucking with none of y'all. Y'all yeah. no, nobody eats beef. The other Bro- nigga jumped on he he Look, Rasby was crazy. Crazy as shit. Well, you know, they asked they asked him about that shit, right? And about the whole he was like he was like something happened to him. <laughs> he was like, like clearly, he's like, I, I, he said, I do believe something. Like now, whether that came from Chris Stokes or whatever, he's like, I can't, I can't say it because I wasn't there. He said, but clearly, like something happened to him. Like yeah. I don't, I don't deny he definitely. So, so who else he gonna drag out on the stage with him? It's Amara. He got hits by himself. He, he don't need nobody. Do, do, do Icebox. Man, Nigga, him, and I, got, him and Bow Wow got a whole fucking album. Yeah. As long as you got about five songs, you could do a show. And he got about five songs. And he, he threw everybody else with a tour too, so that's that's money. Do five, six songs and be he do a half hour, he can do a solid half hour For by sure. himself. And honestly, they be going back and forth too, so it's gonna sound fucked, but like since you was the lead singer of a group, you could perform the B2K songs Fact. by yourself. You could do a verse. A little melody. Yeah, a little, little medley. You can do all your verses. Well, he did all the verses though. That's you know what's what so crazy. Yeah. Like he did all the verses for them songs. So it's like those kind of like. So his has songs. he been plotting on these niggas for years? Yeah, man. The, the <laughs> seeds were planted back in 01. He's been plotting on you niggas for years. He plotting on niggas. I don't need you. J Bug jumped on the tour mm-hmm. through Pretty Ricky. 
<laughs> you got niggas joining other groups, bro. Because he was he was like, oh, we got a spot. He's like, we need a such a. He was like, I'm on. I it. ain't doing shit. Like nigga, I, I'm not getting my bag fucked up. And they was like, so do you think um, Lil Fizz messed up everything? He was like, no, right. not everything, but ninety five percent of only ninety nine percent of this shit. I'm like, hey, don't fuck up the but bag. Then, but January, even, February, March, but, April. Even if it ain't even about no bread, that's like that's some foul shit, bro. Yeah. Like you can't. That's breaking homie code. Like. A nigga, the, my nigga baby, baby mama? mama, bro. Like that's kind of like the hoes is for everybody. Baby mama is wild. It's not. It was wild because they asked him a while ago, like, if you are Mario friend, like, yeah, that's my homie and shit. And then later they asked him, was like, well, no, we was more like business partners and shit. We really wasn't like friends. So, nigga, you my business partner. If you show like you my friend, but you all, we also do business together. If you show if you one fucked of my one exes, of, I'm shutting this bitch yeah. down. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean that's just it. That's just it. I shoot this bitch up. Even it's like, even if y'all don't got no kid together, even if it's just a chick you spend a substantial yeah. amount of time with, you gotta chill. Some on people her. be off limits. Yeah, like you just gotta chill on her because that's like way we too got much two time. Two kids together. Yeah, that wasn't a mistake. Like nigga, you we gonna, had a family. Like so, y'all gonna be together? You gonna be watching my kids while I'm on tour? <laughs> like, and then it's like then a I'm built-in put, babysitter. And then when shit like that happened, it's like. So when I brought my 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 lady around you, you was just staring at my girl. He was plotting, nigga. He was like, plotting the whole time. You was just being a hating ass nigga. Like man, I can't wait till they break up. I'm about to fuck the shit out of this bitch. Yeah, like. that's wild. I mean, it's a lot of like, especially when you uh, somebody of means or or got some fame like him. You got your pick to an extent, right? It's a lot of unwritten rules that was just broken. Like him, don't go after my 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 child's. But line. even if you're not famous, it's like. There it's are a lot of a lot of bad chicks yeah. out here. A ton. Like like Where I don't have to I don't have to have my man's leftovers. Like yeah. it's a ton of chicks. Just if you just go on Instagram, I don't know if y'all feel like this, but when I'm on Instagram sometimes, it's like, yo, it's overload because there's so many bad chicks on there. Yeah. It's like you'll be doing that. Every shit day there. I go on, I see something brand new, brand new that's gorgeous. It's cold. I, I don't even follow cold women like that. I get angry. Cause it's so many. Like I don't even know these people. Like you live in a different. Like I will never see you in real life. Like it's no reason for me to follow you. Though. Yeah, it's like way too many. Nigga, I could just follow cold chicks from Detroit, and would have thousands. Apps easy, literally thousands. Easy. It's chicks that it's chicks that's cold as fuck that ain't even popping. It's like got fucking eight hundred followers. She just working Benihana. Yeah, she working fucking mm-hmm. Benihana. She might work at a little bar or something yeah. like that. She might go to fucking Oakland or Wayne, some shit like that. And she bad as fuck, ass fat, titties fat, all that. Don't nobody know who the fuck she is. Nope. You know what I'm saying? So niggas need to she like she working on her degree at OU. Yeah, she on some like low key shit. Like niggas be always trying to get that. You know what I mean? The super popular chick when. It's chicks out here, bro. Like it's really that are go- bad the fucking gorgeous. Here. She got ten thousand followers, fam. It's over. <laughs> yeah, you gotta catch her south of ten. I ain't gonna lie though, bro. I'm not gonna lie to y'all niggas. Yeah, hey man, the ten thousand they they a lot easier to crack than niggas think they is, bro. Because everybody think that oh, I ain't gonna try. It. Yeah, Shit. niggas be thinking that, but it's like the thing is you. If you fucking with a chick that got a lot of followers, your best bet is you got to catch her in person. If you catch her somewhere out in person, don't be on that shy nigga shit. <laughs> got to walk up to her. Got to talk to Boom. her. Boom. Take whoop. off. And act like even if you've seen her on the gram before, don't let her know that you've seen her on the gram before. Act like she ain't really that big of a deal. Get her number and shit. And just be a cool nigga, man. You can fuck with her. Like these do a lot of times niggas be thinking chicks is out of their league. There's really not like She's air mattress fam. Like bro, <laughs> she's regular chick. Like underneath that comforter is an air mattress. I'm saying like she got she got to pay DTE just like you, my nigga. Hell yeah. Like, 
Her lights could get cut off too, bro. Yeah, yeah that's like, wild. Shit, the truth, man. Oh man, so you got you, you dropped two projects in 2019. When the visuals coming, city? Soon, bro. Soon they coming real, 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 real soon. Like. I don't know which songs I'm going to shoot. Probably shoot eventually. A lot of people want me to shoot a video for Scattered Thoughts, which I didn't think people were going to really, like, fuck with that. I like it. People are fucking with that kind of shit. I don't want to be like that guy, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, where everybody just expected that kind of shit yeah. every album. You want to go on the Joe Button lane? Yeah, niggas, like, niggas just want me to We want that sad. dark shit, Joe. You know, we want to hear some sad <laughs> shit, City. I don't want that. You know, I want to I do some songs like Moving Proper and Motion yeah. and, and Politics, too. But um, get you an old school and cruise yeah, through the city. Yeah, yeah. I got in Impala though, for real though. So, so. shit, what, that's what year? What year? Uh, twelve. Okay, two thousand twelve. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I like that joint. I think that that could be a cool visual. So yeah, um, got 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 some visuals coming off this project, and like I said, twenty twenty got an album coming with Orlando Wade. I ain't gonna put the title out there yet because we ain't really came up with a title, but it's already like half done. So that's what's up. You still watch? You watching battle rap still? Not as much as I as I did. Um, you know, people send me a lot of shit. I'll check out like some of the, some of the homies that's still in it doing their thing. I check out them. Um, I just saw a Bricks Belvedere battle the other day on Smack. That shit was crazy. He went off, and um, that's pretty much it. I haven't really seen a lot of the battles, man. Like battle rap is in a different place, bro. Like it's just different now than when when I was doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, which isn't that long ago. Like it it. It evolved I mean, it is, so though, much, bro. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like I feel like damn near a dinosaur, bro. And it's like I wasn't even I haven't even been removed that long. What's so funny is like you know how how the for lack of a better term the gold era of the of the the battle and smack and all that shit. And then it went to this little weird stage where I didn't like none of that shit. But now I didn't turn the corner and shit. And like I find myself watching the shit more and more. I've been contemplating if I want to do that little the, the, the smack app. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a man. it's it's a couple niggas I fuck with. A couple, but like I'm like you. I'm in a weird like I'm old, so I like certain older niggas. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like some of these young niggas, I can't. I ain't. They ain't really jumped out to me yet. You yeah, know what I'm saying? But it's just because, like, I tell people all the time, man, it's because it's of originality isn't really how it was, bro. I came, when I came in the game, it was like, you couldn't even kind of sound like a nigga. Like, yeah. Even if you kind of sounded like somebody, it was quiet for you because even if they was from the same city as you, you couldn't sound like them. Like, Calico don't sound like me. I don't sound like Calico. Calico doesn't sound like X Factor. Calico like, don't sound like Ill Will. He doesn't like, sound all like Ill Will. Sound like different. I don't rap like Marv One. You know what I mean? Like we all got our own niche and our own thing we do. But now it's like a lot of these guys they're like working together on their shit. It sounds like everybody's just in a group working on raps. Like yeah. when it wasn't watching, like that. Watching a, a K Shine verse that I swore a New Jersey twerk wrote. Cause he was moving the bodies like him. Yeah, and like, man. I like twerk. I like twerk. I know, but you know how t- t- he got a certain cadence yeah. with his rap and his one. I'm like, damn, um, shine. When'd you like? When'd you start rapping? Like, I mean, that it, that shit happens, man. As soon as when battle rap, I feel like soon as something takes off and it goes like really like good for someone, everyone starts trying to do it. It's kind of like I remember when Chilla Jones first came out. Soon as Chilla hit, the, and I battled Chilla Jones. I was one of the first people that battled him. Uh, yep. And soon as he came out, everybody started doing schemes. Now and it's shit this and, a fucking four minute scheme. Yeah. Like, all right, I get it, nigga. And you had guys that like weren't even lyrical. You had dudes that was like, you know, they whole 
thing was they were street dudes and bullies and like street niggas and shit. And that was like the lyrical shit was kind of looked at like some backpacker shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like to be real with you, that's just what it was looked at. It's like, oh, bro, you just been punchlines back and forth and like you doing wordplay. Like, it's like that shit's some weirdo shit. That's what niggas looked at it like. And then everybody started to do that. Yeah. Everybody wanted to have bars and be lyrical. And, and shit the bully like was fa- the bully essentially was somewhat phased yeah, out. Yeah, it phased out for and a the, hot second. The, and it's just now kind of yeah. coming back. I feel like, because yeah. the bully thing is more is more than just the bar. It also needs to be an authentic personality. It, yeah, because like a nigga like I to me like when I think of like bu- I'm looking like niggas like Math Hoffa, like uh, Shug, yeah. like the pocket tap like a has sway, to like work. A wave sever, like, yeah. But that comes with a lot of things like Swave Swave and Twerk just battled. Matter of fact, Swave was just here like a week or two ago too. He um came up here with Mickey Fax. We did a show and shit. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, but um, it's like height and shit too. You can't like these bully dudes be like six four, six yeah. three and shit, man. You can't really be a bully rapper and you like five five. Bro. Man, I like, like uh, I almost bought this uh King of the Dot pay per view from last week, man. It was a two day joint. Um. It was out in Oakland and shit, but like B Dot and Oops was battling. Okay, you know what I'm saying because them two are so like I I might just go buy the shit because I want to I want to I want to listen to that. Man, you know shout out saying? to Oops too because he do a lot of shit in the community. Man, man he's yeah. like activist and everything. He one of them dudes that's like one woke, in the office. But, yeah, yeah, he's a dude he, that's woke but really is putting the work in in the yeah. street and stuff. So uh, Matt Hoffa got um, a really good show. Um, that's probably some of the most entertaining shit in battle rap right now. To be in real my with opinion, you. in my expert opinion, Oops was just on there too. Matter of fact, so I mean, it's not necessarily. I don't know if he releases the audio as a podcast or not. This video, um, I but think. I watch it on YouTube all the time. It's usually about two and a half hours. To it's great content, yeah. though. Like I, it's, I think it's great though because he's like an actual battle rapper yeah. having battle rappers on it. Battle rap went through this wave where no disrespect to nobody, but it was just like. A lot of people just having battle rap shows. Yeah, that aren't like battle rap. They're not like battlers. You know, you got guys that are just fans and they want to do blogs, and nothing's wrong with that. You could support the culture, but it's like more authentic when you got like somebody that's really been a battle yeah. rapper talking about battle rap because they could talk about shit that a lot of fans might not know about. Man, it's- like I'm, I'm pretty sure like the this one particular. I I look at it like a, a comedian, right? A comedian can look at a um another comedian like oh, he's a good comic. You may not like die like, <laughs> but like I know what it he took. He got to time write. and stage presence. I know what it took to write that joke. So a bar may not hit, but another battle rapper can respect that bar. Yeah, like, I like sure, I like what you did right there. Yeah, because a lot of the people that like critique battle rap and shit, and that and that's their thing. And that's all they do. Like y'all shop, y'all shop, y'all talk about like all kind of shit. Yeah. Like, Y'all, y'all not just one a dimensional podcast. Y'all yeah. got like all kind of shit y'all talk about. Side note: So when we started, it was really it was gonna be a boxing, boxing and, and, and battle rap. Battle rap. That's only. It. I'm glad y'all got more variety <laughs> yeah. too because I see all kind of people come up here and that's like y'all shit. But it's like you 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 gotta have people that really did it. You know, come up here and, and tell you the shit that battle rappers go through because battle rap is some hard shit. <laughs> like battle rap might be. Probably some of the most hardest form of entertainment, like out right now, because the amount of work you put in and what you get back isn't mm-hmm. really like the same. Man, you talking about guys writing what? How long are these battles? Three minute rounds. Listen, dog. Um, Soulcon just came back. Yeah, in battle disaster. How long was that? 
the battle was two hours. Two hours, right? The battle was two fucking hours. Chill out. Like, um, like these niggas rap a long fucking time, but like, I think his first round was like twenty nine minutes or some shit. Like, why disasters? The, um, or so kind, so kind, and then disaster rap for like equally as long. Like, first off, I'm not, I don't want to hear that shit. That's a long time. Two hours. A three minute, a three minute battle rap round usually is about sixty bars. So. In a whole battle, you're spitting 180 bars, bare minimum. It's like four or five songs. That's yeah. half of a fucking album, bro. Like, like you rapping Illmatic. Yeah. And you can never rap that shit ever again, bro. <laughs> ever again. Just bars is just gone. Bars. Your bars are gone. At least when you got an album, I can go and perform Ask Me If yeah. I Care right now. You know what I mean? Like, that's my shit. I could go and perform that. Like, it's, I wonder if any battle rapper hits some free game or free gym. I get, if niggas ever put they, so when y'all do a contract or some shit like that, do y'all own the content? That is a reason why I don't battle rap to this day. Like, can that, you like? That is a reason why I don't battle rap anymore, bro. Because like I never understood why. Like, so say let's say there's summer madness, right? I will put them verses. Or them rounds, like on a streaming platform, or let you buy them bitches individually. Now I don't know how that would work because it's different people. But like if I'm the buy the rapper, I'm about to put the verses I put on Summer Madness, I'm putting on for streaming or for, for sale. You could buy my ninety nine cent first verse. I'm not saying that's the number one reason why I don't battle, but that is up there because I feel like when you get these contracts from these leagues, it says in the contract some in some type of way, like you're surrendering, you know what I mean? Your footage and we could do, you know, whatever we want. So say you are a battle rapper and you get booked for, I don't know, fucking $5,000. Yeah. That sounds good to a nigga that's from the hood. Like a nigga yeah, from yeah. the hood that ain't, shit, I'm rapping, get five For bands. free, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to do that. But then say like they fucking get picked up by like a show or something, they own all your shit, bro. They could put your shit on Netflix and not pay you a fucking dime. They could put your shit on HBO and not pay you a dime. They could put your shit on the fucking app and not pay you a dime, bro. So it's like you're just getting you're just getting one in you're just a contract. One and done. You're, yeah, you're one and done. You're a contract fucking employee, bro. Like I go back and watch old battles all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like I will look like if that shit was on all right, Lux third verse. Against Calico or some shit. You don't think niggas will stream that shit on Apple Music? Yeah, and shit? they would. Like so, for him, go rap that shit over. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's oh, not. No. It's not monetizing. They own that content, so it's not like say Lux was to upload that shit on Apple Music and it streamed really good. URL technically could sue that motherfucker for that. But shit. just the audio, not me. Like I, what? Audio, I wrapped it, don't it matter, over, bro. It don't hmm. matter, bro. Maybe like, it would have I to wrote be, the verse, but now you bro, own it. Would, it. it would have to be something like, like you said, he might have to rewrap this shit. Yeah, rewrap that shit. But over. if he rewraps it, it's like it ain't gonna be the same. You know what I like, mean? It's like the 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 second verse because he was all first verse. The second verse he didn't rap. He ended up putting that shit on a couple of days later on after his own the caliber. Yeah, yeah. But like, so he ate all. You gonna that. get this work? Like, I need to hear the ad libs. I need to hear the crowd. It, so imagine if you have a battle and then it comes out and you already been paid for it. And just say that shit does like I don't know three million on fucking YouTube or some shit yeah. like that. It ain't a lot of money, but you would want to still get paid for your shit. That's like, what I want folks to do. I want y'all to produce your own battle in a in a um in a closed environment. Like record that shit, pre-tape it, everything like that, 
and then sell that shit. Yeah, I actually, and that's like one of the things I I do want to get into if I ever come back to the game. I want to like do some shit to where like. Maybe I would do something with one of the leagues, but I want to do something to where I own my shit. I'll sell you. I'll lease like, my like when they did Like when they did Netflix specials. I record it. You know, I put the money up. I record it. Then I sell it to Netflix. I license it to you for X amount of. You know what I'm all saying? the battle rappers fuck with each other. Like, like a lot of people might not think that, but all the battle rappers fuck with each other. Even if they don't fuck with each other like heavy, they yeah. still like rock with each other a little bit. I feel like battle rappers years ago should have all got together and just said fuck the middleman and kick. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just got niggas out the way. But it's like smack, smack is their smack, bro. At the end of the day, like you can't. You can't really go against that because they put in so much work, bro. That's a brand, bro. Yeah. That's a brand. They don't really need the rappers as much as people think they do because they smack King um, of the Die, King of the Die, and uh, RBE. RBE. Like that's they killing it because the amount of time they put into it. Like rappers be having so much ego, and they don't be really wanting to come together and fuck with each other. When we could have been doing that shit, we could have been had all our own leagues. Man, I was watching the old ass battle. I forget which battle, and I see RBE in the back. Like got a smack bag in the crowd. I and mean, like, well, you know, on stage, nigga. I seen fucking uh, Cardi B standing on stage at a, in the Sioux Surf battle. Yeah, I'm like, I had to pull. Like, is that Cardi? She was a ring. Card this was girl. Cardi yeah. before. Like, and she this was in some jeans and some J's and shit. Like before ring the card. whole card, the Cardi shit. I'm like, nigga, that's Cardi B. Like, yeah, man. I I feel like battle rappers. Everybody should. Every region should have had their own league. It shouldn't yeah. have been a th- hundred and. 200 different small leagues and we all should have kept everything in-house and controlled shit and gave everybody like just their own way to just like own their shit because everybody's gonna eat that way yeah like now is it's, i don't know it's, it's just weird it's like it's like i don't feel like it's a lot of money in battle rap for like a new battle rapper yeah. if you're established and you've been out you like the calico or tsunami surf or like you know, hollow to dime type rappers. Yeah, you could for sure make a good living off of battle rap still, but like, I don't know how it would be to be a new battle rapper nowadays. Because like, if you're a new battle rapper, you have to go through one of these established leagues, or who who's gonna find you? Yeah, who's gonna nobody? There's gonna a bunch leave. of little little leagues who got the best nigga in that little league, but like, it's the Chitlin circuit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You gotta you, go to the Chitlin circuit, and it's not you, like you pay a nigga to battle you. Basically, pay a nigga to battle you. Or you go in these big leagues and battle for nothing, and they got a whole bunch of money, bro, that yeah. they could pay you. So it's like you're a nobody, and technically you're about to work for free. You're not going to get paid from that shit. I didn't get paid when I went to Battle Bill Collector and Proving Grounds. Like I didn't make any fucking money off of that shit. Battle got hundreds of thousands of views on YouTube. Me and him ain't make no money off of that shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, damn, we did that battle just on the love, and it's like they profited off of this shit. And, like, we ain't really eat off it. You got paid in exposures. Yeah, but I'm saying you get paid in exposure, but at the end of the day, like... Exposure don't pay DTE. Yeah. How how much is that? (laughs) How much is that really worth, though? Comedian CP had a little... He was like, like, listen, my bank account is full of exposures. I don't want no more exposures. I don't want nobody hitting me up for, hey, this is going to give you extra exposures, nigga. I can't pay shit with exposure. Uh, One of the worst feelings in the world is having somebody want to come and take a picture with you and you ain't got no money, bro. Like that is shitty. I've been there. I've been on. I've been on BT and fucking been sleeping on the couch, bro. Fuck I'm gonna keep it real with niggas. It's like I'll give you a photo, then go give me a number two. Yeah, it. yeah. It's like that shit. That fuck shit what cool. it look like. Like my real life. Yeah, ain't 
That <laughs> shit ain't up to par. Like when you think about all these battle rappers and shit, right? Because I still watch the shit. Damn near if something on my 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 timeline. Me too. You know what I'm saying? So like all these niggas up there, I mean, y'all got regular jobs, families and shit. I know y'all give out this act, but it's almost like, oh, now that I'm quote unquote famous on the internet, I can't go back to work. Cause now now you embarrassed for somebody to pull up at fucking You can't have like a foot you can't work at fucking staples, bro. You can't work <laughs> at foot action, my nigga. You walk up in foot action, it's low deluxe up there. You're like, what the Beloved. <laughs> <laughs> Beloved, you don't work in a walk walk in a man's warehouse. <laughs> Imagine walking into men's warehouse and seeing fucking calico fitting you for a suit. You'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, nigga, I gotta eat. When niggas like, I forget. I think it was a Cortez battle. When niggas said, "Nigga, you work at the airport." Airport, a good like, ass job, <laughs> and that's what he seemed like when fuck you want me to do it, <laughs> nigga. Like that's and a good ass job. Well, fucking uh, I think T Rex was like working at a hospital or some shit. You know what I'm saying? And like niggas clown him like nigga, I work at a hospital like. <laughs> like nigga, I don't work I gotta, at Burger King. I'm, I'm married. I got a. I got a like. I got bills, my <laughs> nigga. I got bills. I bet fine. I didn't made it up the tier. Now I'm getting eight thousand dollars for a battle. Yes, that's fucking great for two months. Nigga, <laughs> I got bills. Yeah, shit gonna go, nigga. Shit, and me, if I'm in NY, Philly. That shit, that eight grand ain't really stretching that far. Or you getting thirty, you you made thirty thousand dollars for this battle. That's fucking great. But you battled one time this year. That's not an, and you live in New York, <laughs> so thirty thousand in NYC and thirty thousand in the city of Detroit is two totally different. That shit things. gonna go so fast. The bread gonna go fast, man. And then the amount of work you put in, just putting all that shit together. So say you got two months to prepare for a battle. You're literally your life has to shut down, bro. You ha- you can't. Nigga, you can't work 10, 12 hour shifts and shit and then want to come home and write bars. You're going to be tired as hell. You're going to get killed. And then like, once you get killed, now my rate going down because I got killed. Yeah, I mean, you can. I mean, you can work and shit and write bars, but you ain't about to be like, you know, in your. In, in your, your bag, prime, yeah. You, know I mean? you ain't gonna be in your bag, man. You gonna I have to. I wonder what these niggas be doing for a living. Like, you, you talk too much gun bars. You got to, like. You gotta. It's some dudes that's just eating off of battle rap, and that's all they do. But I don't think that's smart. I don't think it's smart to just depend on just one thing anyway. Even if you wasn't a fucking rapper, like nigga, inflation crazy, battles, man. Niggas do battles like once a month. You know what I'm saying? And they be getting they like I. Like for a minute, I was like eating off battle when I was doing it a lot. I was doing battles like every month, every other month. But that would just be like you know just some extra money to me. Like okay, now nah, I could fucking probably go and get a couple pair of shoes instead of like yeah. one. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. pay my rent like and don't have to worry about that shit. But I ain't I ain't never been one of these niggas to touch twenty or fifteen or no shit yeah. like that off no battle. Hell no, I didn't got the. Two bands and three bands, shit like that. But I ain't never got no crazy bag from battle rap, so I just be feeling like fuck all that shit. I'm trying to get get on on some other shit and like own my stuff and have my own stuff pop to where it's like I'm not just branded with this league. Like being on fucking Smacker King of the Dot, that's kind of like being an artist and being on like a major label. Yeah. That's what it's like. Cause like when everybody got on after Loda Lux came back. And got a giant bag. Once that uh, the loader and Iron Solomon and Moot came back, and everybody got all these bags, and the rest of the niggas who was holding up battle rap for all these years didn't get as much. So niggas went like, okay, well, we about to start branching out, going to King of the Dot, doing this. So then Smack had niggas under contract, the newer folks under contract, and it's like, 
now you are the man. Now you are a, a Def Jam or some shit like that. And like when niggas try to get independent, it was like, well, fine, we don't. Bars over names was yeah. the thing that was going. Like, fine, we don't need you niggas. Yeah, now you gotta get it out of the trunk now. You indie, and it's it's rough, man. Good a luck. Lot of, a lot Good of these, luck. a lot of battle rappers, man. You're not gonna get the same views if you're not on those platforms. It's not gonna happen. Like, only it's from, hard. Only from your specific fans. Because if you type in M City versus, then yes, you may find a battle with you because your name is attached. But no, nah, if you just no, nah, if you just follow Smack and KOD, and that's it. That's it. That's all you're gonna find. And a lot of people, that's all they search. You know, that's all they search. That's why I say I've been gone for so long because people haven't seen me on like one of the major leagues in years. Like, I've done a little small shit here and there. You know what I'm saying? Like went to a little small league, got a little bag, came back, and it fell back. But like nobody has really seen me on big leagues and maybe like. Five years, bro. Like, last time I battled on Big League. I think you should slide over to KLD. 2014. I don't know, man. They they wanted me to do some shit, but it just, it wasn't really a, a good look for me. What they, I ain't going to put it out there, but it was just, it wasn't what I wanted to do. I didn't feel like it was like. It a was, can't miss type of opportunity. Yeah, it was like, nah, man, I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, at the end of the day, I'm not the biggest battle rapper in the world, but it's like. I fucking put in work too, you know what I'm saying? I I got classic battles that niggas yeah. know me from and shit with different views and all that shit. You know what these I'm saying? These different leagues, man, it'd be so crazy because they got different crowds and different type of fans yeah. who appreciate different shit. Smack, yeah. Smack got a little bit of mixed bag, but it's definitely heavy to one side. You listen to a KOD or and like the fans, even in the comments on YouTube, be like they're more bar intensive. Yeah, it's 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 like a um a preference thing, you know. Me personally, I'ma always like URL more just because that's just what I came up on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just like before I was ever even a battle rapper, I just wanted to be on fucking smack. Like Oh shit. What's my shit right now? Is you heard of Verbal Warzone? Oh, off the beats? Nigga, this that's the coldest shit out right now. Nigga, this I, I'm, shit I'm not here. What's nigga, verbal this shit warzone? Good, like them niggas rap over beats. Okay. That's cold. Like so, they got like, um, they got like a little mic on they a mic on and uh, one one I guess one person pick their own beat, other person pick a beat, and then both of them get like a third beat, and they battle each other, but on beat. So you prepared it and shit like that, but like, and then they overlay the the mic data. So what you hear, it damn near sound like a song, but they battling and shit. This nigga Cortez, I'm like, this nigga. Body that shit, dog. Like some niggas just rap better over a beat, dog. Bill Collector got off on that shit. Hell too. yeah! Like, and I'm like, I and I can't stop watching that shit, dog. That and shit it's called is, Verbal Warfare. I like yeah. that. Okay, I gotta peep that. I like that. I think I think new shit like that could keep battle rap like popping because the same format ain't gonna work all the time. You know, you. I think more tournaments need to come in battle rap. Like they need to do shit like. Just have a free for all, have eight niggas and yeah. have everybody battle for like 50, 60 bands or something like that. I just watched uh, RBE did like the ladies versus gents, uh, Charlie Kills battle, Fair Funeral. You know what I'm saying? Shit was fucking hilarious because Charlie Clips yeah. is. But like, I like different shit. Like, all right, there's no reason why the man can't rap against the girl. Like, there's no physical. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all about mind and skill. Like, y'all can actually battle. Now they doing a, a, a two on two. A man, uh, man, woman versus man, woman. Like I've have, I've never seen that battle before. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I guess before. it could get a little disrespectful. But like, usually it's two guys versus two girls. But th- the team is man, woman versus man and woman. 
So it's yeah, like Cortez and Misfit versus Geechee Gotti and I can't think of the other 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 girl name. But like I want to be seeing some interesting shit because at the end of the day, I like bars and I like to be entertained. And I like funny niggas who rap. You know what I'm saying? I like intricate bars. Like I like it all. You know what I'm saying? Like that's some entertaining shit. And it's shit. just words. It's just words. It's only it's not like I'm going upside her head. It, and it's like it's only so much you could do with just you just battling the average street rapper. Yeah. Like it's only so many ways you could shoot a nigga. So many ways you could stab somebody. So many ways you could be like, you know, fuck somebody up. Like you gotta do something different. Like Thanks. that's why the last couple of joints that people did see me in that I did, they were like different battles. Like I battled Bonnie Godiva, and that was different because I never battled a chick before. And then I battled like Reverse Live. I never really battled like a ton of white rappers. Yeah, so that was some different shit. But other than that, if I do come back, it's gonna be tragic for sure. That's what's up, man. So, um, what's on the horizon for twenty twenty, man? 2020 man project with Orlando Way videos off of temporary sunshine hopefully and um just like a lot of content man I'm really just at the point now where I'm not I'm not holding on to music I'm not making people wait like years and shit to hear from right, me right. I'm like if y'all want a tape I drop a tape if y'all want EP drop an EP single whatever video whatever you know I'm just dropping like that because we in a we in a a point now where the, where people just want to see content. They want to see cool shit. Like, they don't Facts. care what it is. They just want to see dope shit. Got to get the content. Yeah. Oh, dang, man. You got music pick this week? You know, it's customary whenever we have one of the homies that come through and drop music. That is our music pick of the week. So, you know, I'm going to encourage everybody to get on Apple Music, wherever you stream and listen to music from, and uh, download City New Project, Temporary Sunshine. That's music pick of the week. Yeah, links in Fire. the uh, description. Yeah. Fire. Whose man is this? Who gets uh, it this week? Did you see this picture of uh, Queen Tracy Ellis Ross that's floating around? No. Does she look amazing? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tracy Ellis Ross. Come My on. body's ridiculous. I just Fucking ridiculous. I just Fuck seen him. that, man. So um, somebody posted this shit, and it says, uh, Auntie Tracy. With two hearts. You know what I'm saying? Great. Some young lady gets on there and says, I noticed you guys always reserve this auntie role for black women and only black women. Since our age don't show, y'all love to find some subliminal ways to remind us of it. So stop calling women aunties, you fucking weirdos. I I didn't think Do you call Kevin Hart uncle? Courtney Kardashian auntie? Leonardo DiCaprio? Nelly, Kate Moss, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, y'all are so obsessed with black women. I'm not, I'm finished with this shit. Like, I, me personally. Who was that that said that shit? Is she famous or something? Uh, this is, this some bitch on Twitter. Um, with a couple wow, followers. Real, real, real loose with that B word, Jason. And you know, I don't even say it. You know what I'm saying? I don't, you know, so people who listen, I don't even be calling women bitches. So, I, I, I said that for a very specific reason. Uh, is that a thing? Is auntie a, a, a disrespectful term? I don't know because I had an incident last week where I was out and this lady in front of me like dropped dropped something. And I was like, excuse me, ma'am. Yeah. And she turned around and like she was hot about the ma'am. She, she's like, I'm not old enough to be your mother. And like and I was like, I, I don't know what else. To, strange woman. I don't know what else to call you. 
Like you at least my age. So if you, I'm 37. So she might have been a little if, bit older. If, like if, I didn't think she was like somebody grandma. But like, how else do I address strange woman that just dropped her wallet? I think a 37 year old woman can be ma'am. <laughs> Fuck is you gonna call? Her? I think I think Tracy Ellis is um. She actually is an aunt. I think she has nieces and nephews and shit. Like I, I <laughs> so we're looking at through the. Like, I'm like, first off, you trying to be offended by for someone else. You trying to be offended, and I don't think that's a thing. And you talking about do we call Kourtney Kardashian auntie? No, bitch, we not related. <laughs> like yeah. I would never yeah, call like a white woman. The auntie tag is a term of endearment, like. The cool, who don't love their auntie? Who don't love your Everybody like when you got the cool auntie? The cool like I don't. That's not like from my understanding and looking at all the notes and all the comments. Like and people agree with her. Uh, it's a tomorrow call her miss. No, like that's that's stupid. Like who man's first off? Why do y'all want to be offended so bad? I feel like look and attach that to black with that. I don't. All right, I don't want to be that guy, but I feel like okay. Calling chicks bitches and hoes, that shit ain't cool. We don't, wanna, we don't really want to do that. We don't want to do that. But if you call a chick a female, they don't like female. If you say ma'am, it makes me sound too old. If you say, like, what what else What else is it, really? Hello, uh, person. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, I have a name. If you say, hey. I don't know your name. It's just like, I don't know. It's kind. Of, it's a weird thing. It's like we're in some weird time. Dog, she dropped just, her wallet. What am I? Uh... Do you want me to open it up and look for your ID? Yeah, like you wanna, that's what I'm saying. You can't really, you can't please everybody. I feel like if somebody isn't calling you some shit that's clearly blatantly derogatory or like some putting somebody down or downgrading somebody, now, it shouldn't be no issue. Now, if I call you auntie, you say you don't want to be called auntie. That's something different. Yeah, but that that has always been. First off, me with family, I don't call nobody auntie that's not in my family. Because I, for me and my family, aunts. Uncles and cousins and shit. Like I don't have a bunch of fake cousins because yeah. I love my like we are a tight knit family. So you if you got an auntie tag, that means you somebody. Yeah, for real. Like I'm not I'm not accepting you into my family. I don't call everybody my brother. I got one blood brother and two cousins who like my brothers. But yeah. like I don't I don't give that tag to everybody. So if I refer to somebody as like, oh, this is my brother, such and such. I mean that shit. Like I really mean it. That's how I feel with sister. I got four sisters. So I don't I just don't be just cause I'm cool with it. I don't be on some this my sister. Yeah. Da, da, da. Like I never, No, my real sister would beat your ass. Yeah, I got Somebody. four real sisters. I, I never did the whole, oh, this my my play mama who lived down the street. Like I was I'm real guarded with those terms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't call other niggas pops. No shit like that. But like somehow we don't call nobody else uncle. Don't we Charlemagne be on the radio talking Uncle, about Uncle Charlotte all the time. When we call Uncle Luke, Uncle Luke, <laughs> yeah, we call Snoop, Uncle Snoop. Uncle Snoop, like, uh, like come on, fam, that's it's a thing. Some people is that's that's Uncle Charlie, yeah, <laughs> like that's a term of endearment. Stop looking to be offended by everything and stop attaching that to black. Well, whoever, why did the I, I don't see why it has to be a black thing. I guess it's rhetorical. We don't have a woman to answer this question. But who told women that it's not okay to tell their age? I don't know. Like, where did that start at? Maybe they just want to be, like, youth is always treasured. You know what I'm saying? But black women, y'all going to be 25 for 30 years. Yeah. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, but Like, if you look good and you 30, you can ride that shit out probably another 30. Because it's a... We always know a woman never tells her age. Like, that's a saying. But before somebody told you that was a saying, like, why can't we 
know how old you are. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that because it's like it's women out here that's 40 and 50 and shit like that. That look that's fucking amazing. Fire. Health so is that's, wealth. That's yeah. like fire. So I don't mind. Like I'm I'll be I'm 37. I'll be 38 in April. Like I'm happy. You know, you like what's the alternative? <laughs> Angela Bassett is 60, man. Nigga. She is 60. Hold on, she walk in this room right now. We'll knock each other down. Man, Angela Bassett, bro. Um man. what's the old girl name? From uh hmm. You remember Money Talks, right? Yeah. What's Chris Tucker's girlfriend of Money Talks? Kimberly Elise. Ki- yeah. Is that she her? like 50-something, dog. I think that's her name. Kimberly Elise. That is yeah. her. No, she is fine. She like 50. Black women just age so well. They, they diamonds. Health is they wealth. diamonds. Flaunt it. But everybody tell you how, oh, my grandma 99 a day. Oh, so you can't tell your age until you get to a certain age. And now you can like, okay, between 22 and in 80 you can't like what's the what's the what's and the i rules? actually think that's fire if a chick tell you like oh i'm i'm 50 something and they still looking good that's like that's like low-key a stunt kind of yeah. like health is wealth man be happy and he's like what you 50 like what kids or young folk like oh you oh like you better Dang. hope that you'll be able to you you think you think people are old when you're young but like I used to think niggas in their 40s was old when I was like 17. 30 was was like, oh, shit, nigga, 30. Like, I see niggas on Twitter saying, like, when you you 30, you should be off Twitter. (laughs) I'm like. I'm 30. I should be able to do what the fuck I want. what's up with that? I'm not 30 yet. So, like, what's up? I'm about to be 30 pretty soon. Like, so what what happens when you turn 30? (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. To, like, teenagers and shit, they think that's so old that you should, like, I don't know. Like I, I vividly remember a teacher telling us that, like, by the time you're 35, that's who you're going to be in life. Like, I remember her telling us that in class. Like, nigga, I'm 38, and I'm still, like, I do. really navi- still navigating this life shit. They did say a man reaches his financial prime at about 36. I've made way more money after 36. What I'm saying is you reach that, yeah. and you start, because I guess... I don't know. I guess they figure. You know what we worked at in our twenties? Like yeah. we was making like <laughs> crazy fucking money. So I guess they like say you eighteen, you out of high school, you go to college for four years, right? Then or you may even go to grad school. So you get out, you from eighteen to twenty four, and then you go out into the workforce and you work for ten years. And now you got ten years experience. You got a degree and everything. I guess around that time frame, they expect you to be like, okay, you reaching your your financial. Stride or whatever. But, like, what about the niggas that been out here hustling since? Nigga, I know a lot of niggas who peaked in high school. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A lot of niggas who peaked or, nigga, you ball, you ball for two summers. And now that's a lot of that in, like, major cities and shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, from somewhere like a Detroit, Chicago, or some shit I like that. I was the man back in 01. Yeah, you see a lot of niggas that, like I was talking about earlier, is like, they was like, Street hustlers, yeah. they had a, you know, they had a dope ass whip for a couple summers and shit, and then it's quiet. Yeah. After that, it ain't like, it ain't none of that shit. They so, working at a post office what that, now. What, what that nigga Jay say, Jay say, when I come around, it don't be none of that. <laughs> the damn playboy, where the fuck is your hub at? Like, where's all the ice, all the play? Well, even with Jada was like, um, I'm tired of hearing about old niggas that had it. It'd be the yeah. same old niggas that rat it. Who cares? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> die, people. Um, that's just how life works you have a good run a lot of niggas want to ball for two summers instead of making a steady income for like 10 like, facts 
Like you out here, right? You out here wasting your life, risking your life, and you can't even go to the dentist, nigga. Like, yo, I said that a few weeks ago. Stop getting your ass fixed and go to a motherfucking dentist. Get these bitches straight. Why niggas straight and white hustling in the street ain't got no life insurance? You know how easy it is for you to pay up for the life insurance. You yeah. a hustler in the street, and your family ain't gonna have shit for you. Listen, nigga, when I was fat and unhealthy than a motherfucker, my life insurance premium was like twenty five dollars a month. Hundred thousand. If you hustling, pay <laughs> that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Because if something happened, I need my kids to like got, not miss a beat. I literally have no idea why niggas who hustling don't have life insurance. Because the chances of you dying is like a lot more higher than like a regular. High as fuck. Set your set them niggas up with a meal. Yeah, like why real. not? Now really? you can start some generational wealth. Hey, man, my whole thing is I ain't never want a nigga to have no fucking fish fry or car wash to throw my fat ass in the ground. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, that, that go, that go, <laughs> that go fund me is real. Yeah. It's go, I, I got a lot of, lot of homies and a lot of friends I was cool with back in the day, and it's like they die and shit, and then you just go on Facebook, and then they family got the GoFundMe shit, and it's like, don't damn, do, bro. Don't do fuck. no fish fries for Dame. I'm, we going to be all right. So it's like. Say you out here and you pass away. You out here, you a single man. You out here pass. You know you got, you got a hundred thousand dollars in the account. It's only your name on the account. Like, how do or who knows where your account at? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, no, I I had that realization. How like does when, that work? Well, if you don't have like any beneficiaries, like so next your family or probate court yeah you got to go to probate court and somebody get listed as the author of your estate and then once you got all that paperwork and you the executor of their their estate then you go to that bank account and get access but like what if they don't know where your bank at no no i had to have that conversation with my son because like when my dad passed and like we was i knew about I knew about certain shit. My sister knew about certain shit. Yeah. Like, we literally, my dad did things in a way where, like, I can't make no major moves without her. She can't make no major moves without me. And it forced us together. And I just, and no knock to my sister, but I just saw, like, how cumbersome of a process that was. Like, she, her name, she could go to certain banks and, you know, in the account or pull money out. Yeah. Like, and so in like, certain situations, I just had to wait. Like, I may have known where money was in the house. So, I mean, like, we just had to work together. So, I told, like, my son, my oldest, I gave him, something happened to me. These three banks are where my money are. Yeah, like, unfor- like fortunately, unfortunately, you got to trust somebody. But, like, somebody going to have to have the file to where all your shit is at. I, I, I Usually... Pre- if you're not married, like it should be your wife, she can access that stuff. But I'm like, grateful that my father had like a filing cabinet before he got sick. He showed us these are where the life ins- You see this pink dot on the folder? This is a life insurance policy. Like we knew we're all these are the titles to the cars, these are the titles to the houses. So, so got, like it wasn't no no scrapping around for that you'd shit. You'd be surprised how I many people don't do that shit though. I yeah. Got three bank accounts, right? So what if you know about the, the institution I work at, but not the other two. And the other two is where all the fucking money at. And then, like, what do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody who was born got a date where they going to pass. You know what I'm saying? And, like, we just don't prepare for it because we assume. We don't prepare shit. other people for it. Yeah. And uh, we need to. Yeah, I think people prepare for it and people are prepared personally. But like you said, like, they they don't warn their girl that yo I'm gonna fucking die like, like if something <laughs> happens shit yo, hit the fan yeah. 
it's the safe under the bed yeah, and the key is up there. Yeah. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you got to give somebody the fingerprint to your phone. That means you can't whoa, be. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bury me with that bitch. What I'm saying? Bury me with it. Nigga, most, of your, <laughs> most of your shit is in here. How would you check your account? You know what I'm saying? Nigga, like, there's, there's one person that, that can get in my phone. Is my your daughter. My daughter. <laughs> if something happened to me, fine yum. Yeah. Should be able to should be able to point nah, you in the right man. direction. Nah, my phone it's quiet for my phone. I don't want nobody going through my phone when I'm dead. Now I do want you to now. I told Jay, if something happened to me, take the SIM card out, my nigga. <laughs> 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 Whatever I got on in the casket, show that bitch on the inside. So when they close it, that's it. Take the SIM card out, my nigga. Yeah, it's funny, man. One of the homies passed away. Uh, this was we was young, like we was still in high school. You know what I'm saying? And like we knew where his magazine stash was at. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like we went into the house and took that shit. Like we ain't want your, we ain't want his mom finding the pornos. Yeah, yeah, we yeah didn't mom want, find the fuck tape. You know rough. what I'm saying? We ain't want That's that rough. to happen. So. Hey, look, my, look, my nigga. Uh, a very quick story time with Dame. I was dealing with a married woman that passed away, mm. and all I'm saying is that her husband had. Her husband got a hold of her cell phone and was definitely calling me. You don't want to fuck with that. He will kill you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's fucked up. You will kill somebody over somebody that's like. She gone, know, my nigga. She gone, we bo- bro. Like, we, we, we both mourn. We, we both mourn. We both sad as damn, hell, man. <laughs> like, damn, man. This nigga was de- <laughs> So, Matt, I know she did. I know she did. You can't go to the funeral. I went to the funeral. I went to the funeral. Listen, hey, man. He was in the back. Hold on. Let, 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 back. let me tell a real fucked up story. <laughs> story time with Dave. You just throw the music in here. So, I was messing with this married chick. She loaned me like $2,500. I was in a real bad legal situation and I needed some money. She knew it. She loaned me the money. It was coming time for me to pay her. I was waiting on like a bonus check from work, and I was like, I got you. I guess she died like three weeks before I got the bonus. So she dead than a motherfucker, which is terrible. So when I went to view the body, I remember the family talking about like, we ain't got enough money for the repass and all that. And I'm thinking like, damn. If I gave this 25, like... You're a piece of shit. <laughs> they gonna know I was fucking with her, like... But I felt like God canceled my debt, so... I kept the money. <laughs> yeah, piece but of still, shit. you in a position that it's like, damn, you can't just give him the bread. Cause no! Where the fuck you get the money from, nigga? Who the fuck is you? Hey, man, you put that shit in the envelope or I'm sorry, sympathy joints, you know, and keep it moving. I, I feel like the Lord, God blocked it. <laughs> I didn't have to pay yeah, that money, that, but that, that, he, can, he canceled all debts. Demons out. I don't know. You may you may pay for that one. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna pay for that one? Like <laughs> kept the money. Uh, anyway, man, that's uh. We so sorry for a fail. We had the benediction. It's a terrible. It's a terrible segue. It's over. I gotta get this fucking premiere. Is Dame going wild or I or IG? City go first. Oh my bad, city. It's city. I T S C I D D Y on everything. It's just on everything. <laughs> God, forgive me. Just forgive me. Oh, man. They ain't going wild on IG. Uh, Jay Johnson, 313 on everything that matters. More importantly, follow Shop Talk Podcast. Um, follow Shop Talk Podcast Studio so you can hear all the fire that be coming out of here. We just had our 80th podcast record out of here this That's Wednesday or this Tuesday and shit. So 
Shout out to y'all. You see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Um, let me think. What else? Uh, follow this week in culture. Shit. Uh, any of y'all listening that went out to the premiere that we hear tonight? Thank y'all for coming out. Uh, I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are J and Day. Hell yeah. Peace.